Hi, I'm Ray, and you're listening to Insert Quest here. Today's quest is Live, Love, Die. We're doing a campaign playtest of my game, Live, Love, Die. Uh, and uh, we're going to be running through that. And like, we've made a few changes since the last time we showed it on the show. Um, so that'll be fun. And we'll talk about uh, how the game works as we as we come across it. Uh, I'm using they, them pronouns today. Uh, and with me are three uh, wonderful players, some friends, old friends of mine. Uh, so why don't we start with... Uh, Ro, she, her. Uh, Will, he, him. Uh, Sophie, she, her. Cool. Excellent. Uh, so we are making our characters at the moment with just been doing a little bit of that so i had to think about that for a second okay. <laughs> just like to be honest that's i mean it's worth talking about now because i actually talked about this recently with some other podcast people um one of the uh one of the purposes of that whole introduction thing and having people tell you what their pronouns are even when they're people that have been on the show like every week or whatever um, or even if you don't have guests, is that it also provides a really easy spot in the show for if anyone has changed their pronouns to mention it to the audience and also the other people at the table. Good point. Because, like, I've seen a few podcasts where someone's changed their pronouns and they've had to, like, make a post about it to explain it to the listeners. It's like if you've already got built in a procedure. But also there's other ways to do that. Like, you can have show notes. Like, this is not the only way. Um... Something that we should talk about is safety tools. Um, one of the things that we're doing for, that we're gonna be doing for this game, cause we're still doing our setup and I'm recording the setup for you all, um, is we're gonna be talking about what safety tools to use. Um, for those of you listening at home, if we ever talk about anything or we ever touch on a topic that's a bit too much for you, feel free to just step out for a minute, pause the recording, you can come back to it if you want. You can also skip over it. Um, it's perfectly fine. We try to do content warning tags wherever we can, um, and we do do timestamps occasionally, um, but you have our express permission to stop listening if you need to. Um, and for our players... We love you. <laughs> thank you. Aww. And for our players, we'll, we'll have a discussion about safety tools um, when we get to our... Um, well, you know, I was going to say when we get to the setting questions, but actually I think it's important to talk about um, stuff that we don't want to see in the game right now, um, because that might help guide someone's character. Um, personally for myself, I have no interest in exploring sexual violence at all. Considering some of the stuff we've already talked about this cam uh, campaign, I don't imagine that would have come up. But we are doing a military school in a vaguely, mm. like, 20th century, early 20th century vibe, so... Drive and give me 20. Mm, indeed. <laughs> uh, so that's something that I don't want to explore at all. Yeah. Um, is there anything for anyone else that they definitely don't want to explore? Uh, me is a hard no on any stalkery... Yep. Vibes. Cool. Um, I think you've covered it for me. Cool. Sophie? Yes. 
I can't think of anything. And right if now, and if you do think of anything at any point, you can we can always revisit this. Um, we'll try and remember to touch in about this um, at the beginning of sessions and stuff. We might not record that part, but yeah, um, this is the thing we're trying to get better at, and the thing that I'm trying to remember to do with people. Um, some games build this in. To the game, our game. This game's still in development, so there's, the, as I mentioned before we started, some of the procedures are not yet set. I think in general, I'm fairly open to most like things. I'm not uncomfortable with anything. I go with the flow with anything. Mm -hmm. And well, we'll um, look a safety tool that I really like to use, but don't like using on its own, is the X card, which is the let's let's skip this thing that we're doing I don't like I'm gonna touch this card and let's move past it please yeah um, the fast forward please indeed um, and there's another safety tool system which is called uh, it's by Bree I'm just failing to remember what it's called right now um, anyway there are other safety tools options um, something that we talked about before we started recording was that we didn't want to go... We were happy with characters dying, but we didn't want to actively pursue that. Um, which basically means, like, I will be giving you as much opportunity as possible to avoid death. Um, which, for the most part, just means you will be able to spend synergy on the death moves is the main mechanical difference there and also like if you guys start flagging that you're really close to death in games then we there might be boons or something to try and help you but i'm not going to change dice rolls or anything like that um mostly because i don't roll dice so i can't <laughs> uh change dice rolls um Cool. Alright, well I think we're good to go. So we've just done our demeanors, which are the general um Sophie has a pirate chest so cool. of dice. That is very that is awesome. bad. Hey Sophie, can I hold that for a second? <laughs> Don't trust him. No. Uh, <laughs> uh so <laughs> mine. Can't have it. <laughs> so We've done our demeanors, which describe the general, like, I mean, character demeanor of our pilot and our mech, because everyone's playing a pilot and a mech in this game. Um, and then we have done the relationship between our pilot and mech combo. Uh, everybody's got that filled out? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Why don't you tell our listeners what those are? Uh, something that I have not made super clear about this mm. sheet, as I see from watching Rowena having filled them out, you can put these as far over as you wish. You don't have you in the middle is fine. Sophie's closer to how I did a weird between. I mean, I started two. off the way Ro did, and I'm like, but I can't. Use the sheet however is intuitive to you. I just thought I'd make you aware. Look, you have the to improve synergy, my pilot and make share their traits. They're just really close. They're yeah. very close. Take a sip. Look, it's her house too. I was waiting for you to stop talking, so I'm afraid I wanted to delete it. I'm not going to delete it. 
<laughs> I'm not even going to delete this. Perfect. <laughs> Perfectly timed. But I can. I can. I have the ability, if I so choose. Ultimate power. Right down timestamp. Yeah. Wave, wave at you. I'm like, I was like trying to wave at you when you were over there, and you you, you kept turning around, and I'm like. Um, cool. Uh, so, what is your <laughs> demeanor and relationship? Uh, demeanor with the Mac is uh, driven and stoic mm-hmm. for both because oh. I'm kind of mixing the two. They're cool. very similar. Nice. And relationship, they're very professional but in a very strong partnership. Cool. Demeanor for pilot is uncaring and demeanor for Mac is teasing. Nice. And, and your relationship? The relationship is that of supportive siblings. Cool. Oh. Uh, my relationship between my uh, pilot and mech is uh, that of a parent and a child. So the, the pilot being the parent and the mech being the child. The pilot being super overprotective of anything that happens to the mech and the, the mech being a, a little bit mischievous and childlike. Teenager. <laughs> yes. And so that kind of describes their demeanours as well then? Um, yes. I, I did originally want to put domineering in there, but I don't think that suits the parent and child thing anymore. Maybe. Does it? Mm. No? Uh, look, I yeah. mean, I mean, you can okay, if you but, want to go I domineering. I think you'd be better so. served by protective than domineering. Yeah, based yeah. On what you I, I wasn't. It's your call. Yeah, I, I want protective in there over domineering anyway. So. It's just a constant battle of the pilot being like, "We've got to retreat," and then being like, "No, we can take them." I can also picture the pilot in the hangar like walking up and being like, "What did you do to it?" It's like, oh, we just changed the paint job. Why? It's like, it asked us to. Is that a scuff? It's like... You gave the mech a scuff. You're not allowed to get tattoos before you're a certain age. Yes, Young lady, I didn't give you permission to get that insignia. Um, Cool. Uh, Next, we give... Also, also, I would like to say Mm -hmm. a, a little bit of a backstory for this character is that they are like this because they have lost a sibling a, a, a child oh okay wild <laughs> i think hmm okay cool well i mean Eddie. that tells us a little bit about tone <laughs> i'm here for it to be <laughs> honest uh cool so next on our creation character creation list is we give our and possibly uh, also their human partner. Ooh, wild. He's so bad time. Yeah, you're just like all of the... Look, yeah. I mean, you need some reason to enjoy this war yeah. machine. Miss McDug having a bad day. Uh, oh my god. War, <laughs> war casualties if we're doing this whole war. Yeah, we'll see how we go with that. Because we did go for blood and honor over hotshot attrition. Hotshot attrition has a lot more of like... Death. Like, who... Who had to die for you to get where you are? <laughs> Things like that. Um, so, uh, name your pilot and mech. Um, choose their pronouns, and if you would like, you can describe their look. There isn't a space for that on the front sheet, but there is a space on the back sheet for that if you want to. But there is that space for your names. So your names and pronouns go at the top. On page two is a section for look. It's just a blank space where you can write, jot down anything that you need to. I'm actually going to put the name under pilot and mech because I think that'll be easier for That's yeah. totally where they're meant to go, so... Yes! <laughs> uh, and just remember to put your pronouns there too, for the mech yeah. and the pilot. 
they can be different, they can be the same. I'm thinking of maybe putting a list of potential pronouns at some point on mm. this sheet. So have she, her, he, him, they, them, and then a bunch of other ones. But we'll see how we go. Um, if anyone needs suggestions for names. How do you spell Dorothy? Dorothy? D-O-R-T-H-E-R-Y? No, A-Y? A? Just go with you. Fuck, hang on. Let me write it down. <laughs> I wrote D-O-R-A-T-H-Y. Okay. Dorothy. That's Dorothy. 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 Look, whatever. I mean, we're going to be saying it, not writing it, so whatever works for you. AKA. Jim, that's literally a crumb. <laughs> he loves yeah, a bit of crumb. He wants it. He wants that crumb, baby. That delicious crummy goodness. That is lettuce. <laughs> I don't think you want the lettuce. Um, I've got a name for my Mac. Cool. Echo. Echo is a good Mac name. It's also one of the pilot suggested names, which is interesting. <laughs> Look, I've got Knox for my pilot and Penumbra for the Mac. Oh! I thought you just, said neck just there. Just all up on the darkness imagery, you two. Edginess, yeah. I just love that yeah. there's two very good serious names and then I don't know Dorothy. <laughs> What's your mech called? Dorothy. Your mech's called Dorothy. My mech is called Dorothy. I'm just going full on with this. What simply. is your pilot called, Look, Oz? Look, he started making it when he was very young. Is his name Oz? Toto, maybe? It's not, sadly. The rain's d- down in? <laughs> Leo? Leo would be Ooh, a good I name. like Leo actually. And I then we've got Lion and Dorothy. Yellow Brick Road. Jin, what's a good pilot name? Jin is a good pilot name. It is. What's your next Terror name? Echo? Shout. Don't, we don't all have to be like your, your character. Look, okay. I like these that have a theme running through. Do you have pronouns for your pilot yet? I was thinking of, boring as it is, I was thinking of uh, just the standard he, uh, her, she, 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 her. Cool. I mean, yeah. So, are you thinking, what's the demeanor of that pilot? Mm, protective. I've got protective. Protective. Interestingly, uh... Raymond is derived from a German name, which means strong, wise protector. And there is a feminine version of it. I just don't remember what it is right now. Nice. Just if that's the kind of naming stuff that helps you. I'm going with they and them for both my pilot and my mic. Oh, cool. I like how you're two are like mirrors and yeah like, they literally are that's yeah. that's the whole thing that's like that's why the they work so well together. so well together i've sort of tried to go that way think that way i think yours are more like um two sides same coin kind yeah. of well n- not i'm not talking about my res- my final result i'm talking about my thought process oh okay, I tried okay. To yeah, yeah yeah go opposite um, those creative muscles yeah no totally it's working i'm into it Some of the 
suggested pilot names are Mika, Akihiro, Vega, <laughs> Dante. I'm with you, bro. I'm with you, bro. We're just going to ride out that message chain. What? My phone does that too. Uh, when I open up Messenger on my phone after not having it open for a while, it uh, ref- te- it gives me the notifications for every message that I got since it opened. Yeah. And I'm like, why do you do that? Yeah. Um, Nas, Echo, Razor, Jack, Ty, Ash, Sloan, Jackie, Shin, Knox, Setsuna, Neil, Sergey, Chris, and Garcia. Uh, suggested so, mech names. We have Bear of Russia. Amon, uh, Malthus, Nabarus, Orcus, Phoenix, Chax, Valak, Orion, Monarch, Ajax, War Sprite. No, War Spite, sorry. Exeter, The Lovers, Judgment, Death, BT, Ion, North Star, Legion, and GG. GG <laughs> and Razor are myself inserts <laughs> Razor is spelled R-E-I-Z-O-R <laughs> wait what was that one? Razor Razor technically R-E-I-Z-O-R you're welcome to use it if you like uh, I want to change the last part though to just R-E-I you can spell it however you want okay. Z-A we will never know do, you could do re, uh, Reza. Reza. Oh, here it is. Leo Ralax. Leo what? Leo Ralax. Cool. Harvester, Guardian, Woman. Really cool to have a nickname Parallax. That was a weird show. <laughs> well, for just reminiscing about mm. Australian kids' sci fi TV shows. Debt nostalgia. Um, cool. I might read off the pilot and mech agendas while we're sitting here. So these are the kind of things that you are trying to embody as you play. Uh, take on the odds, give life to your mech and your pilot, fight for what you believe in, be willing to sacrifice for your friends, help others bring their mech to life, be active in the narrative, add to the setting you've created together, and collaborate and make suggestions. Um, facilitator agendas, so that's me. Be a fan of the pilots and their mechs, Uh, Give life to the setting, be open to people's suggestions, give them challenges to overcome, remind them why they fight, make interesting villains, give them exciting backdrops, complicate their lives, deal harm, give them conditions and force them to make hard choices. That last one's going to be changed Mm -hmm. um, to uh, be less mechanical, because the others are not mechanical sounding. It's just going to be like make them give them consequences basically Ramona Ramona from this website it says 
Uh, it means might, protector, defender, destroyer of evil, fighter, and guardian. No, nice. I'm here for it. Ow. <coughs> I'm going to take that off your hands. <laughs> well, for, um, like cool. <laughs> nice. And your pronouns are she, her, and for the mech? Uh, they're both the same. Cool. She, her. Interesting. Your mech is female and you're male? Uh, I am male. Um, the mech is going to be... Yeah, we'll go for she, her. Cool. I just... Yeah. Cool. If that's what you want. We've had a, I've had a other playtests where people are like, well, the mech has to start as they, them, and then they'll find their gender as we go. I'm like, look, that's cool, and I'm keen to explore it, but you also don't have to yeah. do it that way if you don't want to. Are you good? <laughs> Remember, these things can all change, too. Um, there is room to redefine this stuff as you go. Um... Much like names and gender in real life, you can change them whenever the heck you please. And not to mention in any Gundam series halfway through. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah, indeed. I am now Mr. Bushido. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we'll just start calling you that then, shall we? Yeah, I think I'll stick with that for the time. Alright, cool. Or fucking, uh... Do some full city rebake. <laughs> I mean, that's the mech's name being changed, but yes. Uh, now, we choose one stat to start at plus one, and the other two start at zero. So the stats are emotional, technical, and violence. Um, they're pretty self-explanatory. Hmm. Emotional is whenever you try to do something where you leverage your emotion. Um both your understanding and your raw emotion. Um, violence is uh, your capacity for and understanding of violence, both your physical capacity and your mental capacity. Like, how much violence can you deal and how much violence can you stand to bear witness to? Um, and then technical is like your technical skill, prowess, training, um, things like that. I'm gonna go with technical. Interesting. So your technical starts at one and the other ones start at zero. It's good to write these parts. I mean, we're all writing in pencil, but it's good to write these ones in pencil because they will change a lot. What's <laughs> emotional again? Sorry. Emotional is your emotional understanding as well as your emotion, your ability to use your emotion. I'm going to go with emotional. They're under the tea towel. Well, I think I'm going to go with violence because I do enjoy... Do enjoy having the full gambit represented? Yep. Well, I also do enjoy doing some doing cool combat. Doing a bit of violence. It is... What's wrong with a bit of casual matter? You know, the only move that you can't do... The only stat that you can't do direct combat with... Um, as a mech pilot is um, emotion. Like, you can attack another mech using technical by you doing crash and burn it's just not likely to do harm um and you can do damage obviously as well as steal stuff with kind violence. of with violence but of those two emotionally scuffed. the emotion one is you can you can't attack you can kind of attack the mech because i guess you could talk to the mech rather than talk to the pilot but you can also talk to the pilot with it so that's it's more about like trying to get people to do what you want and stuff but it 
is mechanically very similar to Crash and Burn in that you are um, you are giving them conditions. So it's interesting. Um, cool. So your other two start at zero, which I think we've all got. Mm -hmm. There will be opportunity to change that as we go. Um, uh, cool. Next, this is probably going to take a bit. Um, Rowena and Wilfred, you might want to sit close to one another, or Sophie and Wilfred, um, and look at the mech sheet, mm -hmm. the mech module sheet rather, because now, together, we choose a mech module that all of your mechs start with, and then each player picks two for themselves. Uh, on the back of your sheet, there is a, on the second page of your sheet, there's a spot to mark your modules, I believe. Oh no, it's on the front of the sheet, because I'm smart. We also pick... What? A group one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we pick the group one first? Or yes, so we choose first. the group one first because then you know what everyone's having. Can I suggest self-repair? Self-repair is an interesting one. Um, my main contribution to this conversation is going to be stuff about like how powerful you want your mechs to begin with. Uh, to be to begin with and how much of a progression of getting better you want to explore mm. um, self-repair will certainly I haven't reread self-repair recently but it's gonna make you interestingly tough kind of we all have self-destruct right <laughs> yeah you could all take one of the um, mech to um, so um, self-repair mech is made of unique parts and materials that are capable of healing themselves once per fight. Ask tactical if you are under fire. If the answer is no, the mech clears one harm and one condition. Yeah. Rowena wants that because you had trouble with conditions in the last <laughs> latest. Um, uh, but there have, but there are other ways to clear conditions now. So. I know now why you want to cry. That's one of them. I know now why you cry. Yeah, one of the death moves is the mech death move. Um, which, for those of you playing at home, um, I will read that off for you. Um, I know now why you cry. When the mech has, when the mech must take one more harm, but can't, roll. Just roll. Then have another player pick for the mech. On a 10 plus, pick two. On a 7 to 9, pick one. On a miss, pick none. Uh... The options to choose from are your signature weapon survives, the pilot bails out, avoiding the mech's fate, the AI is salvageable, but its demeanor is changed, with your last moment deal harm to an enemy, write a final message to the pilot, or tear up the battlefield, making it a hazard for all, which is very much the, uh, is very much the, uh, no, fuck you. The um, Barbaros uh, yeah, death yeah, yeah. move, because that's what it did. Bye. Link targeting could be cool. Link targeting could be cool. Um, it's not that much more useful for everyone to have it. That's true. Um, you could very much build like a sniper observation mech and give it the um, <laughs> linked targeting and then it can call out targets for people. Goddamn linkage node. Form Voltron. Oh yeah, indeed. Linkage node's a weird one. It was written 
very quickly. I don't know how well it works. I don't know how like easy it is to understand and how many flaws are in it. So it's a bit experimental. <laughs> um, perhaps the most boring one, but still like kind of cool would be you could all have shields. Mm. Um, advanced scanners. Advanced scanners would be kind of cool. All just fucking uh, the stealth. Uh, yeah, you could all impersonation be impersonation kit. Yeah, you could all be stealth mechs. Look, I'm gonna be going for invisibility cloak and havoc. Um, oh, that's pretty cool. Hardware for mine. Interesting. My other two. One I am specialized protection. I'm thinking. Of. I'm not gonna take the uh, the super weapon because I like the idea of that coming later. Sophie said that uh, Sorry, she sir. was interested in. Um, Specialized protection, is that what it is? Yeah. Um, which is, you? are you interested in that for your mech or for the whole team? Um, the whole team? Mm. So with I'm also thinking that the pilot would be quite, for her, would be quite protective parentally to her, to her team as well. Mm-hmm. So the, the, the way that that one works is you basically state a thing that you are invulnerable to, mm. pretty much. Mm. Um, I could work with that. It can't be damage. Uh, yes. <laughs> but it can be like... It can be like extreme heat, hacking, electric I would like effects. to be invulnerable. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Alright, so we've got a suggestion for... Self-repair. Self-repair and a suggestion for... What was, what was the one you wanted to say? Specialized, Specialized protection. Um, I'm pretty cozy with either of those, to be honest. I kind of like the idea of long jump for my own Cool. So if we got specialized protection, what would be the thing that we wanted to be protected from? Because we'd all have would the same... All need you'd, all have, you'd all have the same protection. Dude. Okay, so I'm my, less inclined... That's how good I, at hacking. Yeah. That's I how like, I I'm protected from hacking because I'm, I'm less so good inclined at inclined to go with that one then because I think it would be more fun to have it like on an individual basis. Yeah. Mm. That makes sense. Well, I think because you're picking it for the team, that it should be the same protection. Because then it's because the the basically the choosing a thing together is to try and give you a bit of a linked theme. A little um, bit. Is this? Do we know when we're picking the modules if we're going to be like in space on a planet, that kind of thing? Just because that, for instance, if we're in space. Mm, well, so kind, kind of because the modules you pick will in Dictate f- inform to me the kind of stuff you want to do. What about flight enabled. Yeah, you could all have flight enabled. Let's all be able to fly. Could be an air wing, a mecha air wing. It'd be interesting. Mm. Photon barrier. Photon barrier is very powerful. Is it? Yes, you ah. you could. So photon barrier, you can just spend you when you stand in place, you gain. Uh, your technical plus one in hold mm. uh, so for example for Rowena that's two uh, and then you can spend at a rate uh, 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 at a rate of one to one to negate damage as in a source of damage not amount of harm so it's like oh they shoot you with their huge cannon it's like I spend a hold it's like cool you take no harm but then, Look, it sounds good to me. I mean, just think it of Symmetra's Infinite War. I. It's more. I'm gonna vote that we save that one for later. Cool. 
to me. Wilfred, we're not going to get everything later. I mean, you can. That's yeah, that's yeah, an yeah. aspect of the game. I want to be invulnerable. Wilfred, I don't want my make to break before I can make it cool. It's already going to be cool. It's got, you, you got to be cool to begin with. They're all cool. Look, my mech was cool last time, and then it stopped being able to fly. Yeah, well, I've made that a little easier to fix. I... I would like, uh, just because I'm I'm thinking... I've got this image in my head where I want my mech shaped like an iguanodon. An iguanodon? Interesting. That's a thing to talk about, um, actually, is how much do we want our mechs to be of a... How much coherent design do we want amongst mechs like is this is this very much a situation where everyone's mech looks completely different or is it our mechs are built of the same base stock and then have been modified to our own personal tastes i kind of like the more individualized sure Mm, that's funny means like so for, so, for example, Sophie wants to make a dinosaur mech, and then do we have, like, a someone's mech looks like a transformer, and then someone else's mech looks like something from Gundam. Like, those are all very, ra- very different design could aesthetics. We have, could we have ones that, like, mechs that all look, they, they all have one form, and they have a, like almost transform-like ability to... Yes, do. there is a transform module. You can definitely have transform as your base module if you want. <laughs> I mean, I would like I would like to be able for my mech to transform Look, into a... I just want to be able to be a ninja bot. <laughs> I, want, I want to use that, that uh, thing I was just looking at, the long jump module, because I like how in ARC the Gronadons can go wee! Hmm. Really high. Would, um, yeah, would like the flat help with that, for instance? I mean, I think I, long you, jump modules had, more in Oh, yeah, sorry, thing. I didn't realize that was an actual module. If you, if you had it, that's right there. It, although, if you had flight, that is the cool, long actually. jump might be not. Long jump module could be a really cool thing to have together. It'd be a fucking six squad rollout. Mm-hmm. And it would bound help. in from nowhere. And it would help with you being a ninja too. Because mm. you could like come in, hack something, and then leap out of there. Mm-hmm. Or leap in and hack something. Yes. It sounds like we're going to take long jump module. I think that's real cool. 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 All right, long jump module. Put that down in your module. So on page two of the character sheet, Jin, you're going to have to move. Jin. Why are you like this? Jin, you've got to get off. Jin, buddy. My sheep, man. No. <laughs> he what? made it seem like he was going to get up. <laughs> yeah. not going to like this. Cool. Right, and then you can... So, yeah, look at that module. So we're a fucking jump squad. Yep. Yeah. Which is sick. Yeah. Can I take the uh, Havoc... Hardware? Hardware and the invisibility click. Invisibility cloak is very powerful. Yep. Uh, really look, my, my thing in that is only for my own character. Look, um, I'm open to it, but I do want to have a discussion about like how powerful do you envision your mechs? 
I'm envisioning mine being very fast and get in, but not very, like, it being slightly squishy. Right, so when I talk about powerful, like, so... If your mechs are super high-tech, that suggests to me that all mechs are super high-tech. Are we happy with that? So if you have invisibility modules... Other things can have what invisibility do, Yeah, other things can have that and will also have kind of also very good stuff. Um, there's also... I think there's holographic camouflage. Yeah, wouldn't, wouldn't, it be, wouldn't it be better, like, if, like... Rather than we all have invisibility, one one character can be specialised in. No, that. no, no. That's what I'm I'm talking yeah. about. So I'm not talking about um, everybody having invisibility cloak. So oh, Rowan is picking. We are against. But oh, but if okay, you yeah, guys, if we're starting off with very high tech, powerful modules on yeah. our mechs, then we're probably going to start off with, with high tech, yeah. powerful enemies as well. That's fair. Yeah. Um, if we want a bit more of a ramp up. Um, I just feel like the starting modules suggest to us the, the modules that you start with suggest to me the kind of technology that is available readily um, within the uh, within the game within the setting rather. Look, what do you guys think? Um, well, I know what I think, which is I would prefer to start off and, like not crazy and then work our way up, but you need but. <laughs> I mean, holographic module has a, a has an ability to be invisible. It does. It's yeah. just only real. Moving. Yeah, real satisfying. From, from what life. if you start with one of one of them and sort of upgrade, keep upgrading as you go to? Yeah, you could level. even start out with impersonation gear and then go to holographic and then go to invisible. It's true. Um, it's also worth noting. Cool no, no, no. That's totally fair. Um, another. <laughs> like, another. Well, you keep stopping me from getting the cool stuff. Damn it. <laughs> Another another part of that as well is that you guys, your mechs do have gear, and one of the gear items you can tick during a mission is smoke launches. So, like, you could make a smoke screen. Smoke bomb! You make smoke. <laughs> so, <laughs> there is capacity for invisibility. Uh, that would be cool. For obfuscation. Can, can we, or can, like, I have transform, or can we have transform as a module? Or is it just a one? Look, I think you can definitely have transform if you want. Just, it's worth noting that with transform, you pick things that are locked out in each form. So, in form A, there's a module that you can't access while you're in form A. And then in form B, there's a module you can't access while you're in form B. Well, I was thinking in, like, like form B would be the Iguanodon form. And I can't access long jump unless I'm in that other one. Sure. Taking work. along the the have a card wearing impersonation kit. And I'm not happy about it. I'm gonna use it to like mock some of you guys. Just be like, so just pretend to be your mech. You're just like, why is, is this our thinking? take hacking us? I want to talk. I want to talk about the limitation you know what's gonna of. Happen, bro. My mech. You're gonna impersonate my mech. And I'm gonna stop being all motherly towards it and like. It's gonna like, give my mech literally hives. I'm just gonna be like, nope. I wanna no, talk no. about the way that impersonation, the like, impersonation why, module why works you, for why you. Why do you look so weird? So Take that off right now. Is the impersonation How module for you. Get this tattoo. Do you view. Go to bed. Oh, wait. <laughs> Sophie's getting into And your the, mech is just gonna it. have like. severe trauma. trauma my mech's just gonna be considered no. Leaves. <laughs> Um, For the impersonation so, module, do you view it as being a thing that 
Because in my mind, it's like we're going on a mission, I decide, like, what I'm trying to disguise myself as. But it sounds to me like you view it as something that is a bit more fluid and changeable, which I'm Yeah, okay so more for. like, say, you know, surrounded by a ring of enemies, because I got found out, I was trying to hack them, throw a smoke bomb down, and then look, it's gone. There's just another person in the ring of enemies. All right, cool. It's always been here. Yep. All right. So in which like, case... <laughs> be really cool with smoke grenades. Yeah. Yeah, that's what she said. Ah. Oh, it was like, smoke no. bomb! It's okay. Alright, cool. In which case, I'm perfectly fine for you to have Transform then, because that's... Those two are sound like are on a similar technological level. Yeah. I'm getting a sense of the technology here, and I definitely feel like we're not vaguely World War Two anymore. <laughs> Sorry. That's perfectly fine. Oh, we, we're cool. We oh. haven't, like, we haven't... We hadn't set out any of those setting assumptions, so I'm perfectly fine with that. I'm definitely getting more of a... of a... of a close... Not a near yeah. future, but a mid-future vibe. Yeah. We're not World War II, but we're not, like, the utopian space age either. Yeah, indeed, indeed. Also, can I have the remote interface? <laughs> so yes, cute. can you read out the remote interface to me? Because I think I may needed to change the wording. So I'm not sure. The pilot and hydrated. AI can communicate <laughs> and fight as one, even when separated by distance. Yes. Cool. So what module do you lose access to in form B? Be really fun. Because you have, there's something, you have one in each. So you said that you can't access long jump in form A. And then in form B, you can't access... I guess your direct like your your like your interface. And like knives but electrified. I want extra horsepower so I can throw stuff in the environment at people. <laughs> Just throwing my mech at people. Indeed. It might be worth doing close, the direct interface as a thing you get I later. Otherwise long jump would be sick into war. Yeah. I'm seriously considering Spoosh. getting the Hydro Gear. Fucking love Hydro Gear, it's my favourite module. Yeah, yes, nah, as our relationship gonna... grows, uh, grows yeah. I will get remote interface. Cool. Like, so you have, so you, so, uh, Rowena has Long Jump, Havoc Hardware, and Impersonation Kit. Mm -hmm. um, Sophie so far has Long Jump and Transform. Um, it might be worth detailing what your form A and form B looks like somewhere on your sheet mm. and what is locked out actually I would just mark what is uh, uh, next to the modules what is accessible in form A and what is accessible yeah, in form I like B yeah I like for form B oh, I that's put, cool yeah. uh, sorry for long jump I put form B next to it yeah different cool. colors but it's a sort of handling that's totally fine working. how many Wait, how many shape, mech yeah. modules can we have? You can have six modules installed on your mech at once. You start with three, and you can have as many modules as you get stored at base. Ooh. And you can share modules. Yeah. Um, and there is... And, I've, and I have plans to have certain modules limited. So, for example, if you gain the super weapon module, you probably don't have one for every mech. You probably only have access mm. to one. We got Duster. But I don't Duster. see I don't see why you can't share Duster. other more mundane modules. So it's like, oh, I've got grappling hooks. It's like, damn, I don't have grappling hooks. It's like, well, we could we could have multiple grappling hooks. Surely, it's like, yeah, it's trivial to make a grapple hook into a long jump. <laughs> oh, that is dope. That I, would be amazing. I like the idea of using grappling hook in conjunction with hydro gear. Um, but like, I'm gonna start off with I mean, hydro gear and um, horsepower. 
Oh, yeah, alright. Use long jump and then grappling hook to grab onto another mech and just slingshot yourself towards it. Dorothy is a mariner. <laughs> a sweet sailor girl. Cool. I so, wanted to ask Advance though how long jump would interact with Hydro Gear. I don't think that long jump is super useful underwater, but I. Yes. Oh, look, I, look, if you're in like the shallows, I can see you leaping out of the water. Dope. But I can't imagine long jump. Necessary. Being able to just launch you out of like the ocean. Indeed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I get that. That's because the long jump definitely is like some interaction with the legs. Mm -hmm. Um, Because it also talks about you can land safely from great heights. Could you have it as like a not a thruster on like like a burst thruster on the back? Yeah. So like um, it gave you the initial thing and then also like did a counter force when you were landing to make it. It's definitely interesting to me because it's sounding like you all have different long jumps and it's interesting to me if maybe you guys are prototype test beds for the long jump module and so they're testing three different designs to see which one will work the best. So it's like, we've built you big huge robot legs. Uh, but uh, you have oh, to be you have to be roughly in this configuration to use it. Oh, okay. I guess I could do that. And then <laughs> go like we built a big fucking jet turbine that can use air or water. <laughs> and then whatever Rose is, probably another jet version. Mm. Legs also works as well, especially with heavy horsepower. I feel it could be fun. Yeah, extra horsepower if you want. So just jot those down in your you. Mech yeah. Uh, self repair looks kind of cool and. Trying to think of things that right. could protect me. Right. <laughs> mech shield? Mm. But shields yeah, maybe was, not your vibe. I was thinking either you mech shield. You could have heavy armor. I was thinking either mech shield, self repair, or. The heavy armor, yeah. Heavy armor is a very interesting one to have locked out in different forms. Um, because I'm not sure how that works if you're at four harm and then you transform and you don't have access to your heavy armor. Because then your harm track Because I was thinking, I was thinking if I had the, like, I could have the form A, mm-hmm. heavy armor, but, and then when I transform into, into the other form B, I lose the heavy armor, but I can switch back to form A. Yeah. To re- cover that after I've say done a long jump somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Just totally. transform mid jump. Yes. <laughs> Except that might affect landing. It occurs to me. Yeah. Land, as as land, narrative interest. Land on them as land a dinosaur. Land first, and then dinosaur. Yeah. No, then land on them as a dinosaur. Yes. Just yeah. dinosaur in your face. Yes. Yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah, I'm happy if you want to use heavy armor. So if you are using heavy armor, though. Um, yeah, I'll show you in a second, actually. So, if you look on the first page, we've got the harm track down here. So on one side, you've got your pilot harm track, which is always four. It cannot go above four. On the other side, you have the mech harm track, which can be four, five, or seven. Uh, with heavy armor, yours becomes seven. So you see how there's grayed out boxes? Yeah. Just make the first grayed out box hard instead of, no, no. Uh, so I would do this one because your harm track progresses up from the side. 
Mm, that's not what I meant, but I totally understand why you thought that actually, because okay. that was not me explaining it correctly. So what I mean is, see how, see how the boxes on the outside are bolt are dark. Oh, yeah. And then the other one, and then these three are grey. Yeah. It's not super obvious. I thought it'd be more obvious on the character sheet. Um, I meant make the lines on the gray, first grayed out box darker. <laughs> so that it's obvious it's one of your hip boxes. <laughs> Just break your finger then. Because you tick <laughs> arm oh, as you take it. Does that make oh, sense? Yeah. Okay. Well, no, 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 no. This is good no, no. playtesting. It tells me that that track is not as clear as I thought it was. Yeah, that's more what I envisioned, so... Okay. No. I apologise that that was not super clear. Ah, uh, okay. Um, cool. Everybody's got their modules? Yeah. Yep. Excellent. So, next, uh, we can talk a little bit about what our mechs look like, if we want. Um, and then we can move on to making our signature one. So, it feels to me like Sophie's got a pretty clear... Uh, idea of what their mech looks like, what her mech looks like rather. Um, you know, you've got that dinosaur form B. And then I mean, you're... I know what the form B looks like. It's yeah. the form A. What kind of dinosaur? I'm about to show you. Dinonychus! I imagine that everyone's form A, well, what? I imagine that your form A will look kind of like whatever these two look yeah, like. That's, mm. that's what I was thinking. Mine might look a bit weird. I imagine you're a real big, big girl. You, you, tell us you about sound this big like you, you're more into the hiker. <laughs> tell is, me about this big pirate it's, girl. It's a big pirate girl, but she's not bulky big. It's more almost Slender Man-esque proportion, so very oh, yeah. long uh, limbs uh, like and very, very sleek uh, looking with like an interlocking plate design. That is not what I was envisioning. <laughs> Interesting. You said it's a big jumper. It jumps really high when, when it's on its hind legs, and it's really cool. It's gonna get him. And it has hands. <laughs> now I'm just imagining like with a gun, with a, with a deer just pulling off its hooves and with the grabby hands. Yeah. There's so actually, a dinosaur that has like needle fingers. So I guess picture. that kind of it kind of looks like that, but by way of swords. Oh, okay. You can't open it. Yeah. 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 Cool. Yeah. For those that don't know, Zoids. Zoids is a is an anime, uh, a mecha Zoids. anime where they're all kind of animal and dinosaur looking. It's, really. it's very uh, Zoids inspired, but also Ark inspired because of the because game. you've been playing a lot of it. Um, and what's you? What do you got going on? So my mech is very uh, dark, dark in coloration, sort of black. Uh, sort of matte so it doesn't give off very much reflection mm -hmm. with uh, you know the really dark neon blue lights mm -hmm. like those sort of strip lights everywhere for aesthetics mm -hmm. just very sharp and sleek and slimline pointed look cool I think I'm getting a bit of a vibe that maybe you're all in weird prototype mechs yep. but we'll see how we go yep um, cool. Now we get to the, needle fingers. the kind of finicky part. In arcs, he actually, he actually does this when you level him up. Oh. So, and it's real creepy. Uh, you guys have seen the previous version of uh, weapon creation and it kind of was a lot. The new version is a bit more streamlined, but it has a lot more of 
the storyteller's hands on it. So my hands are all over this. Each of the player mechs has a each of the player mechs has a signature weapon, unique to them and their method of fighting. Uh, these have normally been custom made to fit your needs, modified from something mass produced or found somewhere special. Uh, creating your sin signature weapon is as follows. You pick a profile, uh, and then you tell us what is unique, and then you describe your weapon and give it a name. Uh, so, for the profiles, we have things that are small and fast. Uh, knives, pistols, fists. Mm -hmm. uh, then we have things that are a bit more deadly, a bit longer ranged, or just generally longer. Uh, swords, claws, rifles, uh, and then we have, and then we have big and ponderous weapons that take a while to reload, like sniper rifles, pole arms, and cannons. Uh, so, who would like to go first? Oh, or better yet, who has an idea of what their mech uses as a main weapon? Uh, I have an idea. Sure. So, aside from the smoke bombs, mm -hmm. um, I've been thinking of having uh, a dual knife, mm -hmm. sort of spinny, attacky sort of thing. Cool. But with an electrified edge to the blades. Sweet. To go with the sort of high-tech look of That sounds like knives. Yeah. Uh, quick on the draw and... It yeah, cool. So, they deal one harm. Mm-hmm. Right, in owned. Uh, no, that's for mechs and stuff. Uh, there is a signature weapon part on the front of the sheet, isn't there? Nope, uh, it's the one thing I forgot to put on here. It's the top bit here, I think. Ah, uh, yes, yeah, signature weapon. So, so, I would put, like, electric knives, I get, I guess. And then harm one. That's the only thing you need to worry about in terms of that. Um, it's... Yeah. I think because they're electrified, you might be able to, as narratively appropriate, give conditions. Sure, but I don't think that there's a mechanical benefit for that, like straight up. I don't think it's like whenever you attack, you get condi you give conditions. But no. I think that you might be able to narratively maneuver that. Totally fine. Um, just to interrupt, to, just to go back to the modules for a second. Mm -hmm. um, I was. I, I know I've already got three modules mm -hmm. already for the start, but what what would be the chance of giving form B like speed boost mod some sort of speed boost module? Um, there is acceleration gear, which is another module at the moment. None because you get three modules at okay. the beginning of the game, but it's certainly possible for you to, to acquire new modules. Um, it's an aspect of the game. Um, I'm just looking at transform because it used to have a specific feature related to that and I'm not sure if it still does. Because this particular dinosaur is also fast and I was thinking... Right, totally yeah. fair. Um, yeah. Um, does transform? Is it on page one? I want the maneuverability. Yeah, totally understandable. Yeah, no, that sounds like um, that sounds that sounds like that sounds like you'd have to take acceleration gear. Yeah, so I'd have to wait. Yeah, you'll have to wait. Or you could take acceleration gear instead of heavy armor. 
but I was thinking that I was thinking that that module would be part of form base or yeah but it so does it, you, do, you don't you don't normally you only have to lock out one module from from form a for example mm -hmm. you don't have to you don't have a different modules for each uh, so form A is, has one module locked out and form B has one module locked out and they're different modules, but you don't have to keep locking out modules. Oh, it's okay. like um, in Gundam 00, uh, Gundam Curious, Curio has, can fly and is more maneuverable when it's in its aircraft mode, um, but it can't use its claw arm when it's in flight mode. And it can't fly as well in um, in its other mode, uh, but it has its claw weapon. Um, a little more hard and fast than that uh, in in Liplock Die, though. Um, and it still has access to most of its other stuff. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. Cool. I'll just add. Totally fine. Um, say I am. I am, however, hearing you that you want to get. Acceleration gear, so I will attempt to give a early opportunity for that. Um, so you're going to go with knives. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Electrified. Uh, so next part of weapon creation, after choosing your profile, is uh, tell us what is unique about your weapon. And there's a list here. So it is part of me. it is a part of me. It's transformable. It's part of a set. It only works for me. It has a unique utility. So you get to pick one. Um, what would come with unique utility? Unique utility would make shorting out things systems with your knife a bit more ingrained into it rather than an occasional booster. Um, however, uh, it is part of a set is also the good for one. your, you have multiple knives. Yeah. Um, choose one. Choose one. Um, I'm gonna go with the unique utility one. Cool. Because I'm gonna name the knives collectively uh, Hacker's Kiss. Interesting. <laughs> sure. Alright, well, describe your finished weapon and give it a name. Electric knives. Or which one so is short it? Short shit out. Surely it's Hacker's Kiss is the name of your weapon. Yeah. Yeah, alright, cool. They, 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 you know, shut down your I would put, bro. I would put Unique Utility. On there too. Alright, cool. Um, did you have an idea for a weapon, Sophie? Or are you still thinking? I'm still thinking about it. Wilfred, do you have an idea? Um, Wilfredell. I have a few that I'm trying to narrow down. Sure. One uh, is, is there a way I can help? Um, it's going to bounce some ideas and see if anything sort of sticks. Cool. One is like just a fucking huge like uh, Corsair cutlass type thing. Mm. I don't know if I. Mm. Do you mean Corsair? Yeah, that one. Yeah, cool. Um, the other one is I like the idea because of like the longer limbs and the way it's done of like the hands uh, reconfiguring into like either um, piercing weapons. Um, to be more of like a... I mean, swords, claws, and rifles are, are listed there. Indeed. Um, or some kind of built-in weapon. Mm. 
I must say, the idea of um, the idea of a big, weird, gangly sea creature wielding a cutlass is not working for me personally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, I agree. But I don't hate it. Yeah, yeah. no, I'm, I'm there. What about like slicey hands? Like, like you know, could work because you know how like Swamp Thing, mm. you know how like the thing from the Swamp sometimes is like really creepy long. I think claws, claws. is the is my fave so far. That's better than what I was going for. Yeah, no. my other. I thought you were gonna say I want to use a harpoon gun, but oh shit! <gasps> Tentacles. I'd have to take the extra um. Yeah, limbs, or you have or you have grappling hooks represent your tentacles. Interesting. How would that work? You get to describe how your grappling hooks work. So if they're like things that latch onto stuff. Yeah. That sounds like a grappling hook. If they're if they're like if they're as versatile as an arm, then I would say you use mul- you use the extra limbs module. Yeah. But if they're just for grabbing stuff and pulling it closer, that's tentacles. I like that idea a lot. Um, so you can do grappling hooks for that. Yeah. Um. What's a good weapon for good, like, quick, min- like, quick maneuverability and getting up close? Um, an assault rifle, an SMG, a automatic rifle, a you need you want something that lets you close the distance, something that you can attack with while getting close. Um, mm. uh, and then you want it to be somewhat useful once you're in close. Um, would be my thought. Um. um more out there and outrageous ideas a spear launcher a some kind of bolt gun um uh just a shitload of shitload of throwing axes would be weird I'm Kenpen I don't know who that is Naruto um, so a whole lot of weapons at the So end. are you still thinking claws or So if I had like grappling weapon, for instance, they could be like Grappling hooks is a module. Yeah, that's why I was yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go claws and I'll explore that later on with modules. Cool. Alright. Claws, harm two. Uh, and now you tell us one unique thing about your weapon. Um, and you pick off a list for this and then detail it. So it is a part of me. Uh, it is transformable. It's part of a set. Uh, it only works for me. It has a unique utility. Um, for it is a part of me. Your weapons are kind of already claws, so I feel like maybe you don't need to say that. Indeed. Um, Again, you've got two arms, so I don't feel you need to say it's part of a set. But if you have claws on your feet as well, then yes, maybe it is part of a set. Hmm. Um, it only works for me. It already only works for you. So that's kind of 
irrelevant. This is, an, this is interesting how taking claws basically has a bunch of assumptions already that locks out a bunch of the other things. So it might, if you have an idea for another like, unique thing. Yeah. For like, the, I don't, I doubt it would work. You make them really moist. Trans, fuck. <laughs> Transformable might work if it like can turn into different things. Mm. Can make them hooked. I doubt it would work mechanically. I totally the idea of making them like a detachable. So like you sand them into someone, but then that would only work if they had like some kind of. That works for transformable. For transformable, that works. That tells me that they are. That tells me that they are. are it's either a harm two claw or it's a harm one pistol that shoots knives. That's what it sounds like to me. Mm. I think or is it a harm one rifle that's just really slow to reload <laughs> yeah <laughs> um okay we'll I think we'll go with that one okay mainly so because I really like the idea of jumping in with a like a melee approach yeah. uh and wailing on people cool alright well tr uh, transformable so I would say so harm two uh transformable um and then i would just write i can shoot my claws at people <coughs> claws also projectiles is another way to shorten that to three letters claw reject. words claw projectiles <sighs> all right i might swap on, the armor for uh, acceleration module sure go for it you take acceleration gear so you can which one can you use in which mode function as projectiles because you have to have transformer active in each form because otherwise you can't switch oh actually now that i think about it you could totally have transform be the thing that gets locked out in form b because that means you can't change back and you have to get back to you have to go back to, to base, base to change back into your other form is an interesting thought. Pilot, no, no, don't you do it, don't you do it, Mick. It's not what I had thought about before. It's kind of like having a werewolf, Mick. You're not yeah. my real mom! Um. Oh, God. I'm gonna get some water, does anyone else want some? I would love some, my glasses next to the sink. Yes, please. Um, but only if that's interesting Which to you. Which glass is yours? The one next to the sink that's made of I plastic. Mean, I mean, it depends if you want the... I, I want... If you want the versatility of changing forms in battle, or if you like the idea of, like, once you go into this dope dinosaur form, you're committed. I really... Mm, well, the thing is, I really want the maneuverability thing, so, like, speed and agility and whatever, to be my next main thing. But I don't want... I was not thinking of like locking it into that particular... I only suggested that because I, um, I knew that you wanted to be able to use um, yeah. the acceleration gear in the other one as well. But if you're happy to have acceleration gear is for humanoid mode and long jump is for dinosaur, that's fine by me. But that's the only other thing you can lock out. I think, I think I'll do it that way, yeah. 
Yeah, cool. Because right. that way I still have the maneuverability of being able to switch the form if I need to. Totally. Uh, so acceleration. I also love those things. Very good. Sorry, man, the bags look delicious. Would I? But, uh, no, just good. a question for it. Mm -hmm. Would I be able to switch like later on what gets locked out? Yes, you can redesign your mech. That is um, an one of the interlude moves that you can do um, when we're not in battle. One of the interlude move. One of the interlude options is change loadout. Slap on some paint. Cut your hair. How do you look different? Sensor girl and these really weird and wonderful prototypes. Um, yeah, it's like, like this was garbage. Use this next time. Look, acceleration yeah. is really great, but like, uh, it's Sorry. it's uh, I need it in both modules, so we need to find something, some other thing to sacrifice. How can we redefine? <laughs> we this? can sacrifice you. Well, yeah, the mech has no cockpit. It's a weird thing to lock out. You ride it on top. That's interesting. Maybe I should have an option for instead of locking out module, locking out functionality. Yeah. <laughs> Sacrifice whole aspects of generalized mech design. Um, cool. So now we're going to design your signature weapon. Um, so, uh, do you have a vague idea? Sharp, pointy teeth. At first, that. First, I was thinking I wanted uh, like some sort of me melee weapon. Mm -hmm. Totally fair. Just the fucking jump in rip shit squad. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I do think you might be a close combat squad, which is interesting. I do. But you don't like, have to be. I mean, I'm I'm sort of building my character off being close combat, like get in there really fast and. <laughs> Does that dinosaur have a gun? <laughs> I mean. Iguanodons do have hand, hand like. Yeah. It would probably they're one Look, of the few dinosaurs I've that seen, actually have I've thumbs. I've seen clips of dino riders. They have thumbs. They have thumb-like appendages. Yes. I know what I want to name my havoc hardware just for flavor. Yeah, you can totally change the name of modules. It's fine. All your systems are belong to us. Cool. Yet again, I have the meme team. Uh, Best. So here is, can I have buff? Alright, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not going. I'm just that. envisioning my teacher it. now being like, oh, these children, these children with their 21st century memes. I mean, that's probably what Ramona's gonna be like. What like, bunker did they find these 21st century memes? It's in? an old meme, but it checks out. It's like you kids and your memes. <laughs> Just like the time traveler dude in the dude from the future that's sent back to set up the mob. And he's just like, are you guys imitating what we wear in the future? Like, do, do something crazy. Do something weird with your hair. What are you doing all wearing these boring suits? Like, you're young, you're vibrant. Do, do something interesting with your hair. <laughs> when fucking old mate's learning... French. He's like, you should learn Mandarin. It's like, I'm going to France. I'm going to learn French. It's like, trust me, I'm from the future. You should learn Mandarin. <laughs> okay. Um, well, let's start with, because you were having trouble with gun or melee weapon, yeah. which 
sounds more fun to you to be using? Which do you think you're going to have more fun describing using? Malay. Sounds like we go Malay then. Because ultimately, that's what we should be shooting for. Okay. What is going to be easy and exciting for you to describe? And what's going to get get your heckles going? It's going to rustle you too, Mason. What's going to... Yeah. What's... Yeah. What's going to get you frothy? <laughs> samurai sword. That's a beautiful image. Uh, dinosaur with a samurai sword, sword is wild. Does that dinosaur yeah. have a samurai so sword? <laughs> Harm two. Uh, Which you want? Where am I? Where am I? Um, page two. Double arigato, Mr. Roboto. That's page one. Oh. There you go. Signature uh, weapon. You just write it. Harm two. Oh, good. Um. Tell us what is unique about your weapon. It is a part of me, it's transformable, it's part of a set, it only works for me, it has a unique utility. You've got a little, like, Superman curl. What are you thinking? It is a part of me is purposefully, like, just thinking about I was this. thinking of it, it being a part of the Mac. It's totally fine. Yeah, it is a part of me is also like that's equally that's equally both literal or spiritual. Like you can take it as however you want, like My weapon is an extension of my being. Exactly. Uh, it's totally up to you to My inter- weapon is my tail. Sweet yeah. What's the, what's the dino bot that has a, its yeah. tail becomes a sword when it's in uh, its robot mode? Yeah, um, is it dino bot? It's dino bot. There is precedent in robot design. Yeah? Alright. It is a part of me. We call the roll sword tail. It is a part of me. Cool. Um, so yeah, I guess it's your sword tail. Sword tail. Cool. Uh, name it. Uh... It can just be sword tail. Actually, or, yeah. Or alternatively, hacker's kiss. I'm changing that to lightning rod. It makes, lightning rod. It makes more sense with the electrified. And you, can make, and you can make innuendo. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Be also very interesting if you get the support weapon, and then it's like, my support weapon shoots out lightning that debilitates other mechs. It's mm. like, cool. Does it work with lightning rod? I'm like, I think it does. Just like jam the knife into and something. And then shoot it at the knife. And <laughs> yeah. Quick, come up with an innuendo for sword tail. I think sword tail is pretty, yep. like, there. It's there. Big sword. Yeah. <laughs> Hard sword. Long sword. <laughs> Consider S-word. I see what you did there. I also see what you did there. deeply. <laughs> Cheers. It's heinous. I hate it. Well, it sounds like we all have... You're going to name my claws the equalizers. Oh, I'm here for it. God. I mean, I'm trying to come up with a, a well, name you, that's. You have time to. You have time suits, to think about it. Uh, you guys, you guys have cool names, and I've got sword tail. <laughs> Look, I mean, there's certainly something to be said of being the person in the group that doesn't have a cool name for their thing, uh, and you could like that could be an. You could decide up to you to have that be an aspect of your character. Yeah, being like, like trying. Guys, to I need a cool name. name for my weapon, and like we don't have time. We've got we've got to deploy. It's like I need a cool name. For my weapon, though. Doing with uh, every loadout, you've got a new name for your tail. 
Whereas, like, you got all these cool nicknames, and then Dorothy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and then my Max is like, Mom! (laughs) Interesting. Let me call it, like, the prehistoric meteor. That's a bad name. It is. That's the point. Okay, sword tail for the time being, and I'll come up with different names for it. Um, Darwin's Edge. Extinction. 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 It's extinction. I like it. It's extinction. Very good. Well done, Wilfred. Also, that that runs in with the theme I've been playing extinction, the new extinction. Even dying of the plague, you still got it. I must say. It's a you've chosen a weird way to build your character in that it's all like what game have I been playing lately? <laughs> it is not the way I would have done it, but I'm here for it. So, um, thing is, this is the way I, I am with with my my dinosaur friends. I'm very motherly towards them, and if anything happens to them, I basically restart the game so that they don't die. You know, except <laughs> for the scorpions. I restarted the game over 10 times to get one scorpion out of the two that were available to me. That you they then fused with your own dying. Body. So? They were non-stop dying. The game did not want me to have a scorpion. So, so we're going to do our setting questions now. Mm-hmm. Um, stuff that we already have. You guys are at some kind of high-tech military school. Yep. I'm getting the vibe that if it's a military school, it's more like a university. Yep. Yep. Um, and so... When you say university, do you mean like it is a university which also has a function of like a... Uh, it is a it is a military academy, but it is focused at like that university era, like university age group. It's not like a military school where it's like we sent a bunch of teenagers here because they need discipline. It's like no, we're old enough to die, damn it. Indeed, yep. you could very much be deployed. We are we're old enough to die trying out these new prototype weapons. Yes, and I think that there is perhaps some kind of research and development aspect of this yeah, school. Sounds pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, extinction. It's a good name. It is for a really a good name. Very good mm-hmm. job. Um, uh, I think we'll come back to some class champion questions because I want to develop the other aspect of this. So, um, let's see here. Are you soldiers or are you part of some kind of warrior elite? The second one, I feel yeah. like. Oh, yeah? yeah. Alright. Well, elite. No, warrior elite is fine. Warrior elite. What do you have to do to become part of the warrior elite? Is that a thing that anyone is able to strive for, but it takes some kind of, like, aspect of proving yourself gotta be the best of the best or is it like inheritance is it like some sort of weird blood rite or some kind of some kind of exam or trial i feel sort of like and i'm gonna draw from um except for like university the same sort of feel as um my hero academia where it's like the one percent of students testing into this 
like this really prestigious school. So, like, so you finished your higher your high school education, you've already done your pre-warrior training and all that sort of shit, and then it's the top one percent testing into this particular academy. I think this academy is perhaps focused on mech pilots then, yeah. and so it's like, yeah. yeah, you could go to one of these other military schools, but if you want to be a mech pilot, this is the one. This you is make the one. Sense you, if you want to serve your country in the best way, you've got to go here. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense with the R and D being there as well. Yeah. So much. Mine so yours? very mine bumpy the table today. Yeah, indeed. There's a lot of banging. Look, I've got no excuse. I've got a terrible habit mm -hmm. these days of banging my table while I play video games because I get really mad. Don't. Don't bang. I just she bangs. She bangs. Ooh, baby, like she moves. She moves. Um, I just realized what I said. Some kind of looming conflict or conflict already happening. If there is this elite school, or possibly. A, uh, we are looking to recruit for the future to ensure that we are. I think that there's definitely some kind of military prestige there. So. I feel like maybe conflict already going, and it's like we need the. If there's a conflict already going, though, w I think we would be playing hotshot attrition, not blood and honor. Fair. Yeah. Um, like, like there could be maybe like tensions between some parties, but nothing. Yeah, I think this is definitely mm. like a war looming. Like between like. Uh, in fact, North there is Korea a question for that in here in this list. Um, is war looming or has it already arrived? Yeah, I feel like it's looming. Um, is it more interesting to you, for you, and this is not necessarily character knowledge, this is for the players, is it more interesting for you if your nation is the belligerent in this conflict? Or if they are perhaps building a defense? Or is it too murky? Um... Look, I'm a fan of murky or belligerent, but we're like a like part of academia. Mystery. Told like you Sophie. Know, Indoctrinated. Sophie's put her hand up for murky. Okay. Murky, murky. Cool. So it is unclear who the who the bad party is. But we are sure that it's not us, because we believe, and that's why we're at this. Look, school. I'm confident that you, your characters are not the starters of the war. Um, oh. That would be kind of weird. Or looming. Well, if I'm gonna go with a lost, a lost a child and a human partner, uh, maybe the peacekeeping um, forces. Yeah. What? Besides fighting in combat, what other duties are expected of uh, the pilots? What other role to within the nation and within the military are you expected to fulfill? Physical training. That's not like really the idea a duty. Of there being some ceremonial role. Yeah. Like sure. if you're at this prestigious school, maybe you should be attending certain functions as the representative. Or like, you know how they do um, parade drills, or just so standing you are, at attention. You you have you. social obligations and mm. perhaps also 
propaganda obligations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. propaganda. That'll be fun. Some school questions. Um, what subject are you best at? I feel like I, there's going to be no electives and that I'm just going to be dictating what the curriculum is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, who is your current teacher? What are they like? And how do you feel about them? So this can either be the teacher for your specific unit um, or it can be like your class representative not class representative um like uh class oh, what is the word for that no 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 um it could be your year advisor there we go right the here's word a question was. before that one sure um were we assigned the squad did we choose the squads uh how are we what is the reason that we are the jump stabs that's a good question do you, do you, I was going to say, is it yep. is it perhaps you showed an aptitude for this particular field of warfare, and mm. so they were like, yeah. you three show this aptitude, you're together. Yep, yeah, pretty much. So then I'm guessing you probably have a uh, squad teacher, mm -hmm. like handler. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, so I'm thinking. So does that is that is that the most interesting configuration? The it's a squad of three, and then there is your teacher, your mentor. Yeah, I think that's good. Are you okay with that, Sue? Yeah, I'm good with that. I don't know and why I'm you're just, chuckling and I'm, I'm worried. I'm chuckling because it's, it's, uh, it's very, um, again, Naruto. Oh, yeah, because they have, they have the three <laughs> protagonists, right? I will be Gundam. Um, so, yeah, so cool. do you have any thoughts so from, like, what this, what yeah. our mentor is like? Lady, man, mm. in something else? Yeah, does your, do you even know your teacher's gender? Or is like, uh, sir, madam, uh, what should they? How should we refer to you? It's like, you should refer to me as your superior officer. <laughs> it's like, okay. <laughs> I have played that character. I played an only war game. And I was, <laughs> and it was like, you don't, you don't need to know my gender. All you need to know is that I serve the emperor. God. So do we think that they're like nurturing or like... I like sudden? the idea of them being somewhat sassy. Sassy? Okay. Um, I feel sort of a, more along the lines of Drill Sergeant. Sure. Are we a bunch of misfits? That's up to you. I mean... You are definitely going to be the young one out. We could be but only because we're the top percentage. I'm getting a feeling that one of you at least is very cocky about being in the top percentage. No, very driven to be oh, okay. in the top percentage. And very driven to make sure everyone else knows it. Yeah, evidently. I'm a very What's make the point sure in hard work if it doesn't safe. get you anywhere? And not uh, die so, so Sophie wants a sassy teacher. Rowena wants like a drill sergeant. I think we could we could combine elements of that. That's going to be an interesting role-playing <laughs> challenge. Rage <laughs> like, I have to be a sassy drill sergeant. I just don't know if I believe that that is a very good teaching strategy is the Drop thing. It, give me 20 children. <laughs> I feel like a sensual... 
love it. Mount up, students. God, never say that again. <laughs> I'll see you in the training room. I have marked down that you you are all that you are interested in a sassy drill sergeant. So, like, I guess it might be sort of the, the drill sergeant mentality, but instead of like you know you're all maggots, uh, more just like, oh, did you think that was going to work out? I think maybe I might play it a little bit like Batman in Young Justice, where yeah, it's like, yeah. you will all receive a detailed report on the breakdown of your many flaws. But for now, good job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that works. I'm that. Because I'm very much not I'm very much not into role playing as a bad teacher. So like yeah. I don't yeah. really want to play as like, I don't want to play an asshole because I just don't think that that is actually an effective teaching strategy. No, I don't think so either. Don't be a teacher. Um, you yell at enough children, eventually they'll do exactly what you want. Does... Matilda shows this to be untrue. <laughs> so, here's an interesting thought. You're being trained to fight in a particular theatre of warfare. Mm-hmm. Are there... Others in the school that are being trained to fight in that theatre, or are the other students all paired up into teams specialising into specific areas? And are you in competition with one another, regardless? Here's my thoughts. Yes. I imagine that there are a number of squads that are specialised in certain areas, and then there's like a class B, so to speak, which are generalised. The infantry. uh, Mega pilots. So your standard Gundam... So you guys are Gundam pilots, and then Class B are mass production model pilots. Yeah. Okay. There's actually a mechanic within the game to represent mass production pilots. They have the same amount of modules as you, except they mechs can only take one harm. Oof. Oof. Because they're mass production. Oof. I would not want to be one of those pilots. (laughs) No. Well, I mean, rival pilots have the exact same advantages as you. They have the same amount of harm and the same amount of modules. So I can be like, they have super heavy armor. And we're just like, well, fuck. Well, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Retreat. How are we going to get through seven harm? We've got to defend our incredibly squishy, uh, mass produced school bodies. Yeah. Do we? Put it back to normal. Um, cool. I think I've rubbed out the apron. On that no, 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 one. that's how it's meant to look. No, just that one's more faded than those two now. That could just be prison. <laughs> um, class A is Gundam. Gundam. Cool, so uh, is Class A ranked? Are the teams ranked? I feel that that's sort of the vibe that we've got yes. going. Yeah. Cool, in that case, what awaits the number one? the first to be deployed I don't know so that can be for example if you're doing that in like a champion thing that's like what what is the power bestowed upon the number one head oh they get first choice of the new R&D developments interesting oh they get like an R&D budget yeah yeah cool cool be a pretty powerful motivator cool there is prestige and also dedicated support staff yeah okay they get more resources. And I imagine as well, for like the kind of school we're describing, it'd be, very, it'd be quite a competitive environment. Mm-hmm. And like people, would, regardless and of also, power or not, would be jockeying for that position. Also more of the propaganda, so a bit more um, mm-hmm. celebrity. In, yeah, um, you'll be on posters and shit. Yeah. yeah, you get to go on like fun tours. 
Now, here's an interesting question. Like, oh, that's the pile from blah, 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 blah. Are we terrestrial or are we space-born? I would like to be terrestrial. Cool. So we're on a planet, whether it's Earth or not, we Just decide. because I feel that would be more fun for us to initiate the jumping and the hiking. Yeah. It's also, yeah, that's a good point, actually, yeah. talking about modules. We jump endlessly. Um, yes. I think, in, I think in classic anime tradition, I would like it to be Earth, mm. but I would like, and I'm happy for it to be like Asia or Europe or North America or even Australia or whatever, but it is definitely a fake made up country like, yeah. um, like Wakanda. No. Okay. What was it in Double O, Turkmenistan? Yeah, no, Turkmenistan's a real place. <laughs> um, but it was, it was a prefix and then stand. It was, it was, it was very clearly Middle Eastern country and other Middle Eastern country. Something like mm. a, a or something. Wasn't is, isn't Islamabad in one of them? I'm pretty sure it's a city somewhere. Yeah. Anyway, Quebec. In, in, Quebec is not fake. In, in Young Justice, they have um, they have oh, Balalia yeah. and somewhere that doesn't exist, Canada. Um, and they also have um, Eurasia. But what is the vague cultural Sorry, um, and geologic geographical? Uh, Position of this country. So, like, my the idea of characters oh. sort of vibing with the um, Jap uh, Japan, South Korean mm. vibe. Interesting. With a whole like more high tech, very focused, goal orientated. Sure. Ideas. Also, ninja. So, sort of like an island nation. That. It's an interesting thought. What if it's some weird Pacific Sea of uh, China Sea nation that doesn't exist in our world yeah. but does exist in this one? Yeah, all there's all there's a big like I say, there's not the um, geopolitical structures that are now, but there's different ones, and there's a big block of people, and the actual academy is set on an island. So if anything. Hooks up there, it's not gonna like mm -hmm. disrupt the main. That's content. certainly interesting if the yes. if you have your own island for the school. Keeping the press out. Also for mm -hmm. for like during web during weapons testing, you don't want. It'll be it'll be easier to lock it down you and stop have, the enemy from being able to steal us. You could have an island that's exclusively a weapons testing zone. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. I right. like that. Or an arena. I'm picturing some also, kind I'm of... Also, I'm slightly changing uh, my motivations for uh, my character. Instead yeah. of having lost a child, she can't have children. Ooh. 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 She lost her only child beforehand. No, I don't think she... Yeah, it, it, that's, that's wild. She okay. can't have children. I'm interested to see... Radiation fallout. If that'll yes. come up. Something like that. Yeah. Um... Something has interrupted her systems that it enabled her to have children. Yeah, sure. That's fine. Like cool. the idea when the mech was given to my pilot, it's called something like Kraken. <laughs> well, that's an interesting idea. So, so your mechs have AIs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
How long have did your mechs? Are you the first ones to be in possession of your mechs? Yes. Yes. Cool. Um, so in that case, I think it is interesting for me and makes more sense for me if your mechs AIs were not turned on until they were given to you. So mm. okay. they bond to you and have developed their personalities over the first few weeks or months that you've been bonded to them uh, while you've been at this school acclimatizing. Mm. And uh, Ramona being in the in the know that she's not able to have children suddenly gets this attachment. Mm. She's like, I have a child. What's the climate? Are we sort of like this is it tropical? Yeah. Are we like the the tropical That's islands of Japan, or are you up north, or like? Mm, I feel like no north. Cool. So it snows. It snows here. Yes, snow. All the snow. More snow. It's not. I I have a feeling like either we're in winter or we're coming up to winter because Sophie's very excited for snow. Lots of snow. We just make. We just make snow mix. No. (laughs) Snows here. Do you want to build a snow mech? I do. It doesn't have to be a snow mech. Oh God. Except in dinosaur form, and like, yeah, your arms are stubby. <laughs> the arms are long on that thing. Right. Iguanodons have really long um, arms. Oh, my mech's fallen Almost feminine like arms. <laughs> Call life alert. Okay. It's creepy so. arms. They're cute. It's creepy arms. It's very cute. I'd like to preface this with my character, at least because doesn't seem to really give a fuck. Like he's not super, he's not into the competitive side or about yeah. defending the number one position. He's just doing just, what he's there to yeah. do. It's gonna hurt my character so much. Does your teacher and the school know about your terminal illness? Ah, I suspect the school would because they would presumably have access to all of our health records. Yes, they would have done a detailed examination of you, just as like an entry exam. I assume that the teacher would as well, but he would not be broadcasting it to other people. Yes. So, uh, mine and Rose's character would probably not be... No, I imagine you will find that out during the narrative. trying to find a good equivalent to what I'm sort of looking at. Um, Leukemia. This guy is more creepy. That vague disease that Shiro has. My muscles are tight. My muscles are degenerating. This guy is way more overpowered than It is the bane of my existence. Shiro (laughs) from Voltron has a vague muscle illness. Degeneration. Yeah, like I'm very touched with the idea that he will die like in his say like forties. Oh, okay, like so it will, it will kill him. It will kill no. him much sooner than other people would live. But he is like got. Did you know before you tried out? Um. Yes, I feel like it's been something that's like he's known about from. It spurred you on. Yeah, yeah, from okay. the beginning. Cool. Uh, Have people been telling you you can't do this? I say so. Yeah, and I say that he's looking for a purpose. Um, because of that, like, what am I going to do with my life? Or what I have of it. Alright, well, here's my last question. Um, actually, no. First, a question before that, that is just general housekeeping. Uh, do you guys live in a dorm? You have to, it's an island, yes. right? Yeah. Is it a three bunk room, or do you each have rooms in like a bungalow? 
on the island. Ooh. I feel. I kind of want to have like a, 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 each have a room. Yes. Mm-hmm. That no. definitely would be, would be small. Mm. Yeah. That tracks. I feel like being in the same room would be the most fun, but uh, I think it makes more sense to have different rooms. Mm. Well, what do we think would be more interesting to play? I I kind of have this idea that if uh, we had the one room, my character would almost be like turn into the dorm mother. Mm-hmm. Cause <laughs> still turn into the dorm mother if we have different rooms. You can like come into each of our rooms to inspect them. Yes. I'm very concerned about how messy your room is. How yes. you get it? What? Clean up your room or you don't get dessert later. <laughs> All right. It sounds like we're going with different rooms. Yes. Yeah? Cool. Uh, in which case, my last question is, why did you... So before you got into this school, you've essentially pre-signed up to join into the military. It's like, I will join in the military once I have completed my training. Um, here I go to do... I think perhaps this nation that you are part of has a very highly trained military. Mm. So, like, all of the soldiers go through some kind of military university, but you have tested as pilots, so that's, like, even above officer training, basically. Um, so... But you've signed up to join the military when you're done studying, so why have you decided to join the military? Leo's family is a very... Very pronounced military background of servitude, and mm-hmm. uh, and you know, and a lot of people told him that he wouldn't be able, or just assumed yeah. that it would not be an option. While it did develop a certain apathy from him, he was also like, "I'm gonna fucking do this." All right, military family for one of you. Um, think, and something we're thinking about is that, in a way, you're kind of like. There's an element of your commandos, there's also an element of your knights, and there's also an element of your, like, fighter pilots. So draw on those for inspiration there. Like, it could very much be like, I want to go fast. <laughs> Gotta go fast! I'm a really go faster. Like, that's the reason people become fighter pilots. It's like, I want to fly fast. <laughs> yeah. I really like math, but also driving fast. Yeah. <laughs> I like one of those things. I like forcing the human body into situations it has no ability to comprehend and then attempting to make it comprehend it. Um, my character is joined out of a sense of both patriotism and these fighter pilots slash mech warriors are the best of the best of the best and my character is the drive to be the best or be one of the I best. I want to be the, the very best. best. So... Um, didn't necessarily come from a very affluent background, has had to study and fight and just ignore all other extraneous things to be able to get to where they are. Cool. Sophie, I'm excited for you to tell me the very depressing reason why you joined. <laughs> God, children! <laughs> I want to have more babies! That's, that's very different. <laughs> yeah, that's very Ava. The reason. Mm-hmm. 
reason. I look forward to that character's interaction. <laughs> <laughs> it's figure out if my, my guy just doesn't seem to get. figure out in my head. The competitive aspect. You can go with you something simple and then develop it. Like, this doesn't have to be fully um, fleshed out now. It can just be the seed of an the, idea. Um, um, jet legs. Yes. Yeah, like how he's all just like, these guys were made by people and I do to honor them. It's, I'm sort of imagining sort of that esque character. I was thinking she just um, one day decided she wanted to join the military. Cool. I'm happy with a whim. Or was it she thought that she might be able to protect the children she never had? The, the world is her children. Oh boy, that doesn't bode well for war. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go with whim for now and we'll explore yeah. further. Yes. Cool. Alright, I well, got real drunk one day. How old are we? I think that you're not teenagers. Hmm. But beyond that, I have no preconceptions about how old you are. Differing ages. Yeah, that's fine. Imagining not 40. Yeah. For you. Imagining around like 22. Sure. Yeah, I think you're in the 22, Late 20s. 23 mark. Late 20s? Yeah. Cool, Late. so we've got the older one. You are the mum member. The cool. mum friend. The two young rapscallions. Alright, well, I need a name for your teacher, so... Team Sweet Flips! <laughs> oh, and their mech. Or do they have a mech? Is it interesting if your teacher no longer has a mech? They are a teacher because their mech died in battle. I'm gonna leave it at they no longer have a mech. And they spare the mental scars where the AI once ah, yes. lived. Our mentor, Ernest Woodchucker. <laughs> no. His mech, Gone with the Wind. God. Gone with the Wind is a fucking great mech name. Yeah. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Garcia. Galen Mimosa. <laughs> God. <laughs> <laughs> Just have to follow Mr. Galen's plan. Right? I really want to show you Double O now, or more of it. I need a last name for Garcia. Gerard. No. Grande. Sriracha. Garcia Grande. Yes. That's bad, but kind of anime. Garcia Rodriguez. Look, I'm going with the anime. Look, I think it's anime. Garcia, Garcia Hernandez. Garcia Grande. Oh, Mr. Grande. (laughs) Okay. Grandy. Cool. So, in which case... I'd like to do a little bit of a scene, and then mm-hmm. we'll and then we'll wrap up. So, everybody, grab two d six, and we'll get so, into it. So, this is the kind of hair my character's rocking. Fucking wild. Except, really dark. Blue. If you want to as well, by all means, make a Pinterest board for your character, mm-hmm. and I will share it with cool. the listeners. I can do that. I borrow two of your d six, Sophie. These two. I don't even know if you'll get the opportunity to roll. I don't care, I need to know which of my dice are going to behave. I don't need that. I don't necessarily need that. 
all of the notes so far I've made on the ship. I'm trying to think of like a a parental reason or a a, a protective reason. I mean, a whim's totally valid as well, and it might be during the game your character has an epiphany and it's like, oh shit. I was searching for meaning. Turns out this wasn't a whim after all. This seemed like the best way to find a family. It turns out that during the military is just a whim away. A whim away. A whim away. So, um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to set a scene, and then I want you to describe for me what your mechs and your players and your characters look like, um, and what they're doing within the context of the scene that I'm going to set. Um, cool. So, I think we, the viewer, see a large-ish island um, in uh, in a northern sea. There is uh, two uh, mountains um, that kind of look like they could have been one and then separated by something, like an impact. Um, uh, and it is snowing. Uh, and we sort of come in on uh, a bit of the coast of this island um, and there it looks like almost like a, a temperate jungle uh, slowly being covered in snow just the light snowfall um, and then we kind of get the impression of sinking under the ground and then we see these large square hexagonal actually uh, tubes and in them are these robots and they're waiting underground to be deployed and then uh and then we hear uh a voice um kind of soft uh but firm uh say soft as in volume wise yeah firm as in unyielding um speaking over like a comms device um, I've, uh, we're going to run a little bit of a scenario, uh, that I have set up for the three of you. Uh, this is a teamwork exercise, and we're going to be running the first tests of your new jump gear prototypes. Uh, you are going to need to close ranks with the enemy um, and then I think we cut to these lingering shots of your mechs and then move into the cockpits to see the pilots so who wants to describe that shot first for themselves uh, I'll go sure um, so my character Leo is lounging uh, in his cockpit. Uh, he is in the process of working his way for a Sudoku. Uh, he is also currently uh, 
enjoying a uh, track Dorothy is selected from the Earth Archives, uh, Catch My Disease, uh, and seems to be in a state of near boredom, like he's killing time until this activity initiates, mm-hmm. uh, and is really not making too much of an effort to see what else is happening uh, with his other squad mates. He seems to drift in his own little world. And Dorothy, as a mech, what does Dorothy look like? Um, so Dorothy is a large, uh, imposing, very dark blue, uh, long limb to an almost Slenderman-esque proportions. Uh, her arms in some ways almost resemble more tentacles than traditional arms and seem to have some kind of interlocking plate design running through them. She appears very sleek and slightly unnerving to look at. To the listeners at home, Wilfred has not seen any Universal Century Gundam, so he doesn't know that he's just described a near uh, uh, a Zeon mech. It's Whoops. brilliant. <laughs> no, that's like a thing that I love about this. Like you've got a little bit of taste of Gundam. It's like, what would an underwater mech look mm. like? Describe exactly what one of the Gundam original designers came up with. <laughs> um, cool. Who would like to go next? You're looking at God damn it. <laughs> what does your bitching hair look like? Oh. It's kind of like an undercut, right? With like cogs so shaved into it? Undercut with, uh, yeah, gears and cogs shaved in with a really dark... So where it's the light blue there, it's all like dark electric blue. Mm-hmm. The fade cut. Um, I will eventually make a full Pinterest board. Yeah, if we'll, anyone is we'll, interested we'll in seeing that, that picture that I'm just showing everyone. Yeah, it's um, a, for those of you listening at home. It's an un, it's a blue undercut with cogs and gears shaved into it. It's yeah, pretty it's very good. cool. Pretty cool. Um, so well, starting with that, uh, my character is in the cockpit of their mech, um, and the me- the mech as said before it's got really sharp lines very sleek um slim line sort of look to it shorter than a lot of other mechs but looks very fast and just zippy um matte black so it doesn't throw very many reflections with the same sort of dark blue lighting mm-hmm. um and my character is just sitting and meditating in the cockpit waiting for the go time. Cool. And now it falls to you, Soph. Well, uh, my mech is sitting in its uh, first form. Which is a more humanoid mech Yeah, which is a more humanoid kind of shape. Um, Not too far off from the regular Gundam um, look, but it's a little bit smaller and maybe um, like it's got less, like it's it's built for like speed and agility so it's it's built for maneuverability. A little bit like Rowan's mech. Or a little bit like Nox's mech rather. Yes. Um, And Ramona is just sit, sitting in her mech, uh, going over the 
the like the briefing of the activity or what the thing that we're we're about to do in in her head and like is checking in with uh lazy bones mcgee over there sure so what does that look like when you check in with him what do you say this is like uh hey buddy you uh you you got everything ready to go you uh you are not just uh, sitting in your mech doing that Sudoku puzzle? Nope. <laughs> Continues yeah. to do Sudoku. Uh, are you sure about that? Ready as I'm going to be. Is your... Have you uh, checked all your uh, mechs? Fuel lines. Fuel lines and all that? Yep. All in the green. Maybe you should uh, check on our squad member since I'm so ready to go. Young man, if I was your mother, I would ground you for speaking like that to me. That's a shame. You should try a Sudoku, they're very calming. I bet. (laughs) Jesus, could you get more extra with writing your pilot's name? You are allowed. I'm just anyway. Like, and then I'll just chalk in knocks. Chalk in on knocks. Chalk in, chalk in on knocks. I'll just check in on knocks then, shall I? <laughs> <laughs> so, how's it going? You uh, you ready for this? Uh, what, what are we calling this exercise? Exercise what? Yeah, you ready for this little exercise, knock? Knocks. <laughs> God damn it. We are optimal readiness and ready for deployment. Jesus, you already sound like a mech and you're a pilot. (laughs) Sweet. (laughs) What the fuck is wrong with these people? (laughs) Who am I being put with? It's like... And I think we hear Garcia come over the comms again. Alright, squad. And then the platforms below you start to rise and the the roof uh, opens. Um... You're going to be deploying into suboptimal positions, and then uh, water starts flooding in to all of the loading tubes Put down that you're rising up. My Sudoku book and just crack your knuckles. My character opens her eyes, sighs. The objective is capture the flag. Well, I suppose it's more like King of the Hill. You need to reach a zone and you see like uh, a rough map of a beach uh, and just a bit up the hill from the beach, um, sort of at the tree line, there is like a little animation of a flag. Uh, You must take the position and secure it for extraction. Uh, And I'll throw a few surprises your way. Um, I hope you enjoy the swim. Uh, as the seawater floods in to these tubes uh, and as you rise up you are under the waves um, and you can see the temperature gauges on your mechs telling you that it is sub-zero temperatures outside (laughs) I'm going to uh, initiate uh, the operating sequences um, Mm -hmm. detached from the stationary rig Mm-hmm. Uh, a bunch of tubes go yeah. psh, 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 and just this just like half spin and then whoosh, 
Yeah, so you sort of like swirl up and all the water like whirls around you and you push towards the shore. Indeed. And I'm just going to uh, open open comms to both my squad mates. All right, guys, let me know when you need help. <laughs> I know. So, because Wilfred has hydro gear, it means that uh, he can maneuver in water at high speeds very easily uh, and pretty much go to any depth. Um, your mechs are sealed. Um, uh, so, by virtue of being machines, you don't—they don't need to breathe, uh, and you have air in your uh, in your uh, cockpit. Um, you probably couldn't go like down into the bottom of the ocean, but you're like just under the waves at a beach, pretty much. Um, uh, you probably can't swim, but you might be able to walk to shore. Basically, Wilfred has the Wilfred's uh, not Wilfred. Leo has the speed advantage. Uh, and maneuverability advantage, but it's not like your mechs are drowning. Remind me of our current um, surroundings. Water. You are under a beach, and you need to get up onto under the waves near a beach. You need to get up onto the beach and capture the flag. Okay. And then hold the position. Okay. Uh, Nox will just state initiating long jump capability and attempt to use the high jumping to boost out through the water sure so you're trying to boost out of the water and land on the beach as close to it as i can yeah cool and then just wait to sink again and then just bounce that sounds like uh push through when you try to overcome an obstacle or achieve something risky say what you're doing and then roll cool uh so what you're doing uh if you do it by emotional manipulation of yourself no uh, by application of technical knowledge or by dramatic display of power which one of those fits you um, I feel like it's more technical knowledge I know that I've got the long jumping capability I know that it's generating you're force. not trying to show off you're just going to execute trying to execute yeah. the goal so roll with technical um, so I just add the plus one Yeah. so 2d6 plus one uh, 7, 8 on an eight to nine, on a seven to nine, you fucked up. There's a cost, complication, or it's incomplete. So I think you do jump out of the waves and you land about, I would say, uh, chest deep. Oh, no, I'd say waist deep. You're still in the water, but you're not on the beach. Sure. But you're definitely closer. Um, and I think as you do that, we see, like, um, we see some strafing fire coming out of the tree line uh, like tracer rounds um, uh, they hit against your uh, they hit near your mech but don't hit it mm -hmm. um, uh, yeah uh, also are we all near each other? yeah you're yeah. close to each other um, within a kilometre um, what are you doing as uh, as you're standing on the bottom of the ocean? Super I'm quick. gonna. Mm -hmm. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Is um, is the the flag on an island? It's on the island, the island where your school is. Okay, yeah, yeah. You're at a part of the yep. island. Yeah. I'm going to um, signal to Leo to um, I'm gonna ask if Leo can uh, bring me like. Uh, come un like bring his mech underneath mine and bring me to the surface sure. so I can just 
jump. Oh, you want to jump off of Leo's back? Yeah. Well, not Leo's back, but Dorothy's off back. Off Dorothy's back. Oh, I suppose I did offer. Um, but I can do you one better. You less effort this way. I'm so excited uh, to see how you change this. So I'm going to, using using my hydro gear, sort of flow um, back um, to where... I forgot your name, sorry. The mech's name uh, is Echo. To uh, where Echo is. Yeah. And I am going to reach out of my two uh, long, thin arms and just, like, grab the mech. And I'm going to start pulling her towards the surface. Ah, uh, because you have horse, uh, extra yep. horsepower. And as I get closer to the surface, I'm going to start spinning. <laughs> uh, and spinning, almost winding up a bit like a catapult. Uh, hold on. Uh, and when I like, get to the waves, I'm going to try to fling her. Yeah. Uh, sure. I'm also, as he fl- like gets to the surface, I'm also going to take that opportunity to fling myself at the same time. Sure. <laughs> um, like, not fling myself, like, in a stance where You I'm, make yourself aerodynamic. Yeah. 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 No, I'm here for it. That like, sounds like push through. <laughs> so, uh, are you doing this with a dramatic display of power? Yep. Cool. Roll me 2d6 plus violence. You don't need to roll. Okay. <sighs> I do think uh, that job. Sophie one. is helping you, so you can re-roll 1d6. Let's see if my luck has changed from last time. It has. It gives me a 7 with my plus 1. Nice. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, nice. Hmm, there is a cost complication or it's incomplete. I think there is, um, hmm, I think there is a cost, uh, no, a complication rather, in that, uh, they do throw you, uh, Dorothy throws you too well though, and you go hurtling towards... Uh, the tree line where the enemy positions are uh, as, and you as you're flying you hear um, knocks over the comm team be advised there's trace of fire from the shore yeah as you I'm like flying towards through, <laughs> like, you look up is there a, is uh, there for, for people that nearby y- yes trees that are smaller than you the, the other part of my thing is was I was gonna get I was hopefully gonna f- get flung or jump out of the water and l- land on a tree like sure so the tree line is very far back from the shore um uh, to put into perspective you have been thrown up the beach to the tree line um yeah and for those that don't know tracer rounds are bullets that like glow basically they're actually my understanding is they're not very good at damaging stuff uh, you mostly put them into like guns so that you can see where you're firing at night is often a thing. It helps sighting different yeah. distances as well. So like for machine guns at night, they'll have like 10 normal rounds and then like one tracer so that they can actually see where they're shooting. Mm. Um, in this case, they've basically filled the machine guns of the enemies with tracers because like they're not really going to damage your mechs and they're not going to kill the students. Um, yet. Yet. That comes later. Um, yeah, so there's all these tracer rounds firing and you come and, and you careen into the trees and I think you break some of the trees uh, and then we see um, an enemy, like, tank kind of thing um, 
and then like a very so that it's like a tank with like a big machine gun on it and then something that looks reminiscent of a mech but isn't really it's kind of more like a walking tank um and it's got uh and it's got like a vague head shape uh, it's not as humanoid as y'all uh and it's got uh like cannon arms rather than like actual arms holding guns uh and it like turns to face uh to face echo as you're sort of I'm okay. picking yourself I'm fine. up um thanks for the boost <laughs> uh back you're at the shore waist height and you're under the water um nearby uh what are you what are you doing my character's gonna start walking towards the beach. Now that they're they're at waist high, they're just gonna keep walking. Cool. I'm going. Um, but they're gonna sort of take a. You're gonna try and zigzag. Yeah. Cool. Make make myself a bit harder to hit. I'm going to jet uh, over to the beach uh, and then leap to where. Um, Echo, landed. Landed. That sounds like a push through, to me. Uh, unless. You are trying to defend, like if you're trying to attack the thing that's attacking you, yeah. straight up. Uh, yeah, yeah. In that case, I think it is a um, go all out um, because you are trying to leap into the fray. Uh, so when you engage an enemy, roll plus violence. Yay, eight. Nice. Uh, on a seven to nine, pick one. You can deal harm to the enemy, avoid taking damage, take something from the enemy, or put them where you want them so that everyone else takes plus one. Ooh, I am going to um, put them where I want them. Cool, so you like leap in and what happens? So basically, see like this blur moving under the water uh, and then just leaping out, um, sailing to just a bit in front uh, of where Echo is uh, and just like thundering down just in front of the weird tank thing. You see these two, you know, long, uh, amorphous uh, hands reach out, grab it and sort of pull it around to put it so it's facing Dorothy, but directly in front of Echo. So its back is to Echo. Indeed. Yeah, so it doesn't have any guns it's on it. Time to show it extinction. Yeah. I'll just be like, can you finish this up so we can go to home? Oh. Wow. I would like to, uh. Your character's such a shit. I would like to start, um. Like, just. Circling around, like. At, like. Using my acceleration mod around the mech and uh, pull out, what's his face, extinction and just uh, slice. Sure. Are you slicing it as you move? Yes. Okay then, because otherwise I'm like, why move? I'm going. But yes, no, that totally works. That sounds like a go all out to me. I'm a go around in a circle. You get plus one. Yes, indeed, so 2d6. Two. Yep. Oh, hello, that's a synergy. That's at least a 13. Ah, uh, yes, so on a double, when you roll doubles, you get, uh, that's when you roll doubles, to be clear, not, it happens whether that succeeded or not. 
um, you mark synergy. So put a mark in one of these boxes. Oh yeah. Um, you, when synergy is full, you can use it to advance. Uh, you can also spend synergy as you wish to modify our rolls after the fact. Nice. Um, but that costs synergy. Um, so, on a 10 plus, pick two from the go all out list, uh, which is on your move sheet. Uh, right. It's on page one of the move sheet. So she can double up on things as well, can't she? She, you know what? I never thought about it, but maybe it'd be interesting to go like, I'm just going to deal harm twice. Yeah, it's like, cool. You'll get hurt. It's like, yeah. It's like, okay. <laughs> you know, I think maybe you can. I'll get hurt, but they will get hurt more. Yeah. It's deal harm and take something from them? <laughs> sure, you can deal harm and take something from them. Take one of the cannons. Yeah. Sure. So you deal harm, they take two harm, uh, and then you take something from them. What are you taking from them? A cannon. Cool. So I think you cut off one of their... Uh, off their like cannon arm as you slice around them um, and you see like their back sparking and then it's like raising up the other cannon and it presses it against um, the because it's in this death yeah. grip with uh, with Dorothy it like presses the cannon into your abdomen and pulls the trigger um, and a little like HUD warnings uh, comes up and what does it say? What does? How does Dorothy tell you that uh, that Garcia has awarded you one like has awarded you serious damage? She's just like, hey, uh, tall, dark, and overly dramatic. You want to take this a little bit more seriously? <laughs> yeah, as uh, as Garcia is like, uh, I'm, <laughs> uh, I'm marking you I'm marking that down as a hit. Uh, Leo, uh, as the like, as the fireworks go off uh, on your chest from its big cannon, uh, and like a paintball kind of streak hey, Leo, goes across you your neck. You move a little bit faster. <laughs> I thought you were going to finish uh, it. As I you're advancing, trace of fire. While you're standing there. God. While they're arguing, mm -hmm. uh, I'm going to take a leap and try and come down with uh, my lightning rods into the cannon creature thing. Into cannon the thing now. they're fighting? Yeah. Sure. Uh, She's still getting so a plus one. leapfrog over the top of No, them. plus one yeah. forward is for the next person yeah. that uses yeah. it. Uh, so, sure. Yeah, that sounds like uh, that sounds like go all out. So, 2d6 plus violence. Say, shove, shove uh, one of your six. grappling hooks down. Okay, the end of in a which case, pick none. It, up. Uh, it oh. smashes oh. an arm into so your face as your Actually, no, it probably smashes an arm into your arms uh, and you sort of like fly off and smash into a tree. Um, and then Garcia uh, says over the comms, uh, uh, You have to pick your moment better than that, Nox. Um, how does, how does, uh, Penumbra feel about that? They are disappointed. In whom? In whom? 
both of them. <laughs> disappointed in Knox, disappointed in Garcia. No, disappointed in 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 Mech uh, and in Oh, in Penumbra it's and disappointed in, in itself and in Knox. Yeah. Okay, cool. Does does Penumbra? How does Penumbra make that you aware of that? Positioning was suboptimal. <laughs> sure. Yeah, as as Penumbra like picks themselves up out of off of a tree. Um, what happens next? Do we know where the flag is? Yes, I think you can see it a bit behind you, just sort of near the tree line. And as you're in this tree line, you can see like there's more of those little uh, pseudo tanks with the machine guns around, uh, and uh, you can hear that really old-sounding, like shitty proto mech leg walking crunch um, through the forest. Got an idea to make this less tedious. I'm all in. Garcia, how is the flag getting extracted? You will need to render the zone safe for two minutes on the clock once one of you puts your hand on the flag. So like dropship? Within the narrative of the scenario, you are waiting for a armored hovercraft. Cool. You two give me some cover fire. I'm going for the flag. I don't use guns. I also don't. None of you have guns. <laughs> I didn't expect to have to spell it out. Kill bad enemy. I grab flag. Thank you. <laughs> cool. So you're going to leap for the flag. Cool. I think. I think perhaps... Actually, I'll give them a second to start moving in, and then I'm going to leave Sure, so you're going to wait. Cool. So, what do you you two do? There's still this this damaged pseudo-mech here, and there's the pseudo-tanks as well. As uh, he's sprung away from... Ready Um, to spring. Ready Ready to to spring. spring. As soon as that opening opens up at the front of the mech, Mm -hmm. they're going to try and come in again with the knives. Sure. Towards that opening. And what are you doing? Chocolate their other arm. Oh, are they still alive? Yeah. Yeah. Ah, sure. I'll chocolate their other arm. <laughs> sure, so you're like bring your sword in for an attack? <laughs> I didn't realize they were still alive. Yes. Yeah, what is that? Yeah, cool. So roll me 2d6. Oof. Six. Oh, that's a six. Oh, no, wait, no. Yeah, there's no plus one for this one. No. Um, yeah, so you move to bring it in, and it like, it just straight up sacrifices uh, its cannon. Um, and like you see the cannon kind of distort and get battered as it smacks against your sword uh, and you don't take harm but but um, is your sword does your sword a part of you? yes okay uh, it gets stuck in the cannon I think it gets stuck in the cannon I was going to say it knocks it out of your hand but your weapon is a part of you so I think it gets stuck in the cannon fuck uh, and then you hear like uh, and then you hear like Garcia's voice distorted come over come through like speakers on the pseudo mech uh, saying um, now is the time that I need a name for the nation that you guys are part from We can take our time to think about this. Uh, I thought you should say haiku. 
Haiku is an interesting one. My brain just kept saying Fire Nation for some reason. Fire Nation. Fire Nation. <laughs> Nagita? Nagita is a real place. Oh, shit. Um, uh, Agnaka would be an interesting one to combine some of the stuff that you said and also Fire Nation. Yeah. Yep. We'll put some Agni in there. Agnata it is. Agnata. Okay. Which kind of sounds a bit like Naganata, but whatever. Agnata would be disappointed. It also kind of looks like Agatha a bit. Cool. Agatha um, is disappointed. Yeah, so you hear like a distorted voice say, uh, 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 I won't, I, uh, they want it. Yeah, I think he says, uh, you won't kill me that easy, Agnathan scum. <laughs> you kind of feel like Gussie's having a bit of, fun. a bit of fun with it. Dorothy says, in the coffee, oh, he's good. I like that. <laughs> I have a move I'd like to make. Sure, what are you thinking? I'm thinking I'm a, I'm a transform into, uh, my my dinosaur form mm-hmm. and jump real high and then land on like sure okay um i like think that's gonna be seismic a, toss it almost i like. think that's gonna be a push through because of the fact mm-hmm. that there is your your basically that's a push through to wrench your weapon free as you transform because otherwise You'll transform and your tail will be stuck in the enemy map. I mean, this this is also the point of my move. I'm like, yeah. why, why the fuck not? Okay, yeah, I have a giant mech stuck to my, my body. Cool, I'll use this to my advantage. Sure. Time to tail whip. Push through, baby. So 2d6. It's like a seismic plus in the air. I feel like that is a display of power, so plus violence. I realize that's not relevant at the moment, but. Use. Oh. Fuck. <laughs> Oh, five. Five. Look, it happens. Uh, so you transform, and I do think your tail gets freed, uh, but then uh, as uh, you don't get an opportunity to leap. You've misjudged the mechanics of where your transform would land you. Prototypes, um, man. As you shift around, this is the problem of prototypes. Uh, and as you're transforming this pseudo-mech rears up on its rear two legs and brings its front two legs down on you and pins you to the ground. I'm gonna make a move. Sure. Uh, to just, uh, I'm just gonna take one of my like clawed long arms, fold mm-hmm. it to a point and just put it through the back of this thing's head. Simultaneously while you're doing that, I'd like to sort of come in from underneath and just sort of sweep up with my daggers. Sure. Who, who's helping it? who here? Because I feel like that's basically helping. I'll help um, you. Cool. So you, right. so you will be able roll to well. re-roll a d6. Oh yes. Alright, so did you want to re-roll that? And I see? will in case I get a 6. What if you get I less didn't. than a Oh, I didn't realise that was a... No, you keep the new result. Oh, shit. So that's a good point. I didn't make that clear to begin with. You may re-roll the dice, but when you re-roll the dice, you keep that dice. Well, I'd so like to keep the 5 instead of the indeed. 1. Let's keep the 5, because I didn't I will, clearly explain that. I will lock that. that away. In indeed. which case it was a 12. Yeah, so it is, so you may re-roll but you, oh, one of the dice, yeah. but you have to keep the okay. new result. Which is why, like, if you get a one, it, uh, even if you still succeeded, it doesn't hurt to re-roll. Yeah. Because you might get better and you might get a six. But if you get 
But if you get like a six and a five, yeah. Probably. So I, was, I was just thought it was like advantage, where like yeah, no, no, see no. if you crit, so to speak, anyway. No, no, no. Uh, that's totally fair. Yeah. But uh, that's not the way it works. Well, that's a 13 per plus one and a plus one from violence. Yeah, indeed. Wow. So, so pick two. Um, well, since I just got roused by both Dorothy and Garcia, I am going to do harm, but also prevent harm. Cool. So you just shred it, you take no damage. Um, and as, I think that that kind of works as an interrupt as it's about to pin it. I think you, yeah, you just like shoot well, looking up and you see like this tentacle claw appendage come through this thing's face. Yeah. Look down. A number has got like two daggers into it. Yeah, indeed. You've shish kebab. There's a slight crackle of electricity. <laughs> You've thoroughly shish kebab this pseudo mech. Is this pseudo mech still alive? No, it's gone. Like, it's, yeah. I think we see like. Uh, I'd like to take my daggers out because I'm the least mm -hmm. entrenched in this thing. Say, mm -hmm. I think we're done with this one and start running towards the next. Yeah, so you run off to find another pseudo mech. Yeah. You leap. Wait, we just need to, you two to clear the area around the flag and we can finish this without running around so much. I am going for the next thing firing at us down the line towards the flag. It's not the objective. She runs, uh, runs off, they run off to the, uh, to... Yeah, just one of the little tanky things that's yeah, closest yeah. to... So there's one of those pseudo tanks there, yeah. and you run up to it. Uh, I think you slice through it yeah. with ease. Uh, you just cut that gun off the top of it. <laughs> uh, and you hear, like, a recording of people screaming ah! play. I'm going to, uh, uh... I'm obviously free now. Ramona, yes, now. please cover me. So you're yeah. in dino mode and you see I a couple you. of these pseudo tanks turn yeah. uh, and they just light up the jungle where you two are. I leap out of there for the flag. Yeah. You leap, you land in the sand near the flag. It's this large uh, banner um, that uh, has uh, the uh, Agnaten flag on it uh, and you grab it. Okay, so also, I'm gonna I do like as soon in, as I have a play. In order to uh, back him up, I would like to transform back into the other. Mm. Sure, so you and transform. I would like to go for the next tank down the line towards, like, sort of working my way a lot from a line from where I was towards the flag, just taking out tanks. Yeah, for sure. Uh, cool. Which, uh, uh, see which direction is the hovercraft coming from? It will be tech within the narrative of the scenario, up the beach, but it's just going to look like a hologram on your display. I made it halfway, and I'd like to leap with the flag to move off the island into the water. Cool. As you grab the flag, a timer starts on everyone's display, and all of the weapons start focusing on the flag bearer. Um... So well, I'm trying to take out as many of them as quickly as possible. Yes, I would like did. to also uh, swing my sword around, deflecting as many shots as I can. Sure. So nice. what I'm going to do is I'm going to start a clock. Um, and just to make it clear, um, also, yeah, Leo is trying to get into the water with the flag. He's yeah. not sticking around to defend the area. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. I'm going to start a uh, clock. I think it is a six segment clock mm -hmm. um this clock represents uh them attempting to retake the flag them attempting to kill the flag bearer um and you attempt you all as a team attempting to survive the two minutes mm -hmm. so when you fill the clock 
um, by taking actions towards that goal. Um, that will be the end of the two minutes rather than like an actual timer or like counting it in turns because that's not, that's slow. <laughs> um, and when they take actions to stop you or when you um, fail to advance the clock, um, like if you, if you fail seriously to advance the clock, either you won't get ticks or if it's serious enough as a consequence, it'll remove ticks. So the way that looks is I draw a circle and then I divide it into six sections. Um, I think leaping down the beach gets you one tick. So basically my logic is as soon as I'm in the water I've got a much better chance of evading. evading and he never said anything about having to keep the flag in the zone. True. So like why take all fire when we can just avoid it? Totally fair. So, you two are fighting pseudomex mm -hmm. uh, as they begin to train towards the water and you see the beach just churn to sand cloud um, for a few minutes and then the water is getting churned too. Um, what do you do? Are you like deep within the water or? He's not that far yet. Yeah. I'll be going as, as deep as I can, as quickly as I can, but yeah. within the narrative, how long that takes. Yeah. And presumably, because they're all focusing on the flag bearer, you guys will have free reign, although we will, that remains to be seen. Yes. Yes, on the one hand, they're all focusing on the, uh, on the flag bearer, which means they're not focusing on you. On the other hand, they are shooting at your friend <laughs> in high volumes of fire. Well, I would like to run run through all of these pseudomax and just have out with extinction and sure all right that sounds like uh, that sounds like violence to me yeah. uh, so make sure they don't get to my friend actually it's probably pushed through because you're overcoming the obstacle of them just go dino form and trample through all of them yeah so <laughs> but yes 2d6 yep. with violence okay get him so It is a six. You can spend synergy to get a plus one if you want. What? Uh, what is the? You're doing push through. So on a on a six, it's a miss, and someone gets hurt. On a seven and nine, you fucked up. There's a cost complication, or it's incomplete. On a ten plus, it works. Seven would be better than a six, I guess. True, but it also chews up one of your synergy. Jesus. Bada the bing baddie da boom. Bada bing bamboo. Uh. It's okay. <laughs> Tablet notification. Phone notification. Damn it. Um. I'll just go with the six. Advantage. Cool. Uh, so, uh, push through. I'm gonna miss. Tactical will tell you who gets hurt. I feel like that is not you. Yeah. And it is in fact uh, Leo and Dorothy. Yeah, I'm gonna cop a few at the back. So I think it's. Hmm. Can. Because he said do covering fire. Mm. Can. Uh, 
Penumbra and Nox try to intercept any bullets that get through? You can, but that's not what you're doing right now. Right. Um, you are now, dudes. my question is, does this count as a hit against Dorothy, or does Leo get jostled around in the mech? Um, I feel, I mean, I'm into Leo getting jostled. Sure. So it might be that Dorothy like tries to twist and turn to dodge the fire, and uh, and you get slammed around. Yeah, yeah. Take a harm to your pilot. Harm to pilot clock. So the harm. Yeah, yeah, there's a pilot clock there. You just tick that box or dot it or whatever. Nox will say, "This is no time for games," <sighs> and then try and tear through a line of. Sure, Tanks. that sounds like push through as well. Yeah, it's just like, what does that up. mean? <laughs> overcome with violence. Uh, actually, yes, no, it's overcome with violence because it's a display of power, but I can think of ways you can try this tactically as well. Technically, rather. Seven. Nice. So it works, but not well. Look, it works. Um, hmm, what's the cost? I think the cost is. You get to the end of the line, there's no enemies near you, you've destroyed a bunch of them, there's still enemies out there, and also, you're now further away from Leo and Dorothy and the rest of your team, and then you hear, like, oh. and then you remember that you were, just, you, you were both just fighting pseudo-tanks, and then you remember hearing the crunching of pseudo-mechs off in the forest, and then you see like a, then you see like two barrels of fireworks go off. And you they, just hear a quiet, fuck. Yeah, you don't. They don't hit you, but you now are fighting a pseudo mech. Um, well, fuck. But I will take the clock. <laughs> but I have taken out the uh, the um, tank, so that's one less. Okay. I take the clock. Uh, on the beach, you've been jostled. You, you, you Jimmy's being rustled. Um, uh, we're going, yeah, like we're going to the depths as quickly as we can. Dorothy's just like, sorry, but also you kind of deserve that. Like, cool. Um, look, I feel like there's no real obstacles stopping you from getting deeper into the uh, into the ocean. It's just fucking Leo and Dorothy having a. It's like a it'd be so much easier if they other. did what I told them. It's like you didn't really tell them anything. Mm-hmm. Like. Uh-huh. You Look, said cover me. You said technically they're doing what you said. We're covering you the so best. Yeah. You said go to the flag and cover him. I'm going to count that as a tick. However, as you dive deeper into the ocean, Garcia comes over the comms and say, you're not abandoning your team, are you? That's, I... that's not very heroic of you. I mean... I'm doing what I can to get this done, and I have faith they'll be able to get themselves out. Aren't they the best of the best? And uh, besides, they're all going to be following me. As this on you, Nox. <laughs> Those are your words. As you say that, <laughs> Those are not my words. Uh, it is broadcast <laughs> to the rest You're of the your team. <laughs> the best of the best. Uh, and the, the rest of your team that. hears, aren't they the best of the best? <laughs> Uh, so, uh, there is, uh, a line of barely damaged mechs, barely, barely damaged pseudo-tanks churning up 
uh, the ocean trying to pin down your t uh, your squad mate. What do you do? Further damage them. Um, you could try and manipulate their pilots, I suppose. Just a thought, because you have emotion. Insult their mothers, draw mm. their fire. Mm. Do something like, uh, he has the decoy flag. Mm. Uh, <gasps> you have... I have a really good idea. I just thought... Can I... Can I imitate the flag? Use my impersonation kit mm -hmm. <laughs> to... <laughs> impersonate the flag? Impersonate. I don't think that would work. Dorothy and the flag. with the flag. Sure. <gasps> yes, I was almost there. I had an almost similar. <laughs> you were almost. So I think that. Except I was the, thinking that she would impersonate the flag. I think that the <laughs> difficult aspect there is how do you convince them? that the flag bearer is not in the ocean anymore. So, because you, you got technical, right? Mm -hmm. So the flag is obviously giving us some kind of signal, right? Mm -hmm. Which means they're tracking it. If you could duplicate that. I'd like to try and clone the signal. Sure. With my, my hack skills. Look, I think that that's, that makes narrative sense to me. I think that's pushed through with technical. Techno? Yeah. You need a smoke screen? I don't think that's necessary. Indeed, it's the thing that I didn't explain very well is that you can tick gear. Eight. Eight. Look, on a seven eight, it has some kind of cost. I think. Look, if I'm trying to impersonate the flag bearer, I'm happy to take damage for that. Sure, damage is a different. Co look, I think. Um, I think the you spoof the flag bearer flag, and then you hear one of the. The, you hear the voice of Garcia distorted uh, as the pseudo-mech uh, that sh fired into the trees near you, fired through the jungle near you, uh, comes over the calm and, sell, and uh, um, says, Those Agnathans have played us! The one in the ocean's a decoy! And you hear, see this pseudo-mech like, burst through the jungle um, uh, and it's... Uh, and it's got like a, it's got its two cannons and it's like trying to punch you in the face <laughs> with one. Um, uh, but we'll get to that. Yep. Uh, uh, actually, no. I think we follow that narrative now. It's can I say a close, close channel while Garcia is saying that to the other two? Just say, I'm going to give them something else to shoot, to fire at. Yeah, indeed. So I think we resolve that now. As this one's coming at you, what do you do? It's going to punch shoot you. Um, I'm going to try and duck. Cool. Because that, I'm in a smaller mech. That sounds like push through, I guess. Can I stab that one? Uh, what, how are you pushing through with application of technical knowledge, manipulation of yourself or another, or dramatic display of power? <laughs> I feel... It's more techno because I know what my what the capabilities and reaction speeds of my mech are. Yeah. So if I have a chance of ducking under it. Sure. <laughs> hey. Yeah. Hey. Nice. Cool. I uh, got uh, an eleven. <laughs> you fucking did. Yeah. Can uh, I stab that one in the back as it it's punching. You're using technical, so you actually got twelve, but that doesn't really matter. Twelve. Um. 
I will get to that in a second. Yeah. Um, yeah, you you duck under it, um, and it's uh, and it's cannon like fires, uh, and it just clears a bunch of well, it sets a bunch of trees on fire, I guess. <laughs> um, and then we see like a little drone flying over the battlefield, like fire out some fire suppressant foam. <laughs> Um, and then, uh, yeah, and then it, like, swings around, and it's like, and we hear Garcia again, that distorted voice, Ah, you're a very slippery Agnard, not you? Yeah. What was your second? I didn't get to pick, so oh, it, was, okay. it was pushed okay. through. Oh, yeah, yeah. Pushed through to, do, okay. to fire that danger, basically. Um, cool. Um, so you said something before about wanting to punch something. I was gonna uh, stab the the one that's uh, punching. Right. Ah, uh, yeah, that's on the other side of the battlefield, uh, so you're jump. a bit far away from one of them. Well, coming. I would like to transform and jump over to Nux. Sure. And like maybe tackle a couple of a couple of tanks or whatever's over there, Max. Tanks. They have pseudo mechs over there, at least one. I would like to tackle the mech in sure. my dinosaur form. Okay, go all out. 2d6 plus violence. Do, 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 do. Oh. Fuck! Oof. Why? Oof. That, that Oof. Three. You arrive! And then it's like, ah! They're surrounding me! You hear Garcia say as two more pseudo mechs uh, step up. Um, I do think that this action overall is a tick. Yep. Um, we did succeed on the spoofing and we've thoroughly got their attention. I'm part of the distraction. Uh, <laughs> what you, know, you and Dorothy just see that timer running down as the ocean is boiling with bullets. Um, Going, yeah. It's, it's Your friends are under more fire and in more danger than you. It is a simulation, but those bullets feel really real. I just send back up the signal. Mm, okay. I've just started focusing on you. If they realize I have the real one, they'll come back after me, but they will have lost precious time. You're welcome. Interesting. Can I, mm -hmm. as part of dropping the signal, mm -hmm. initiate my hack hardware? So you want to, who are you trying to hack and fuck up? I'm trying to hack the one in front of me and get him to fire on all of his friends. Sure. So I'm trying to fuck up his aiming. All right, so crash and burn. Systems. When you attempt to create or expose Consider. a weakness, I guess the creating the weakness his friend or foe recognition is ruined? Consider mm. when you hack him, you put the flag signal onto him. Yeah, maybe. Yeah? Sure. Um, so, you, I guess you're giving him the condition... Tag, you're it. Yeah, tagged. Tagged works. Nice. Uh, that's another 12. Cool. Uh, so, so, on a 10 plus, target. you've got this. Target takes the condition tagged. Yep. And then what does Havoc Hardware do? One. Um, it does... I've got it here. Pretty sure it gets one harm. It does yeah, one harm along with any... Condition? Condition. Yeah. You, may, you may deal one harm along with any condition you inflict. Cool. So, um, 
that Pseudomech takes a harm. Uh, and I'm going to put another tick on the clock. And uh, Nox says over the comms, I have a better trick up my sleeve. And then... He disappear? Well, no, but like the hacking, oh, that's hacking that. comes out. Right, 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 right. it's yeah. like a weird pulsy surf yeah. thing. Cool. Uh, what are you doing now? Uh, Echo uh, and Ramona. Well, I who, who's in who's in front of me over here? How many? There's things? a pseudo mech or a f- or two. I think there's two more coming out of the jungle. Um, I would like to attempt to uh, reach out to them and say, "Your mother was a yeah. hamster, and your father smelled of elderberries." Or do you ever do you ever wonder why you're here? Jesus. <laughs> Jesus, getting existential. <laughs> sure. I'm not sure if that's this going to be effective. Look, it sounds like an ominous lead up to some kind Do of trap. Do you ever wonder why you're here? Why are you fighting? What What is the purpose between us? Like, you, you coming here and trying to stop us from... Taking this this flag, and is it really worth off. dying over? Yeah, is it really worth anyone dying over? I mean, when you try to control someone trying, with your by sharing your feelings, role plus emotion. You're trying to hurt like these poor our poor innocent child childlike mechs. Well. <laughs> my says the fucking giant dinosaur. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Penumbra hearing this just gives an electronic snort. Look, it doesn't <laughs> just it like, doesn't say that your that your appeal has to be effective in eh? order to use the move. Eh? So by all means I'ma do it. Confuse the shit. Please don't hurt our make children. They are blameless. There you go, Dot, you're a child. And yet still more mature than you. <laughs> That's a, look, it's a success. Um, you give them a condition. I think you give them the condition confused. Yeah. Because they don't really understand what's happening. Is this a, is this a threat? Is it a peace talk? I think the two mechs kind of pause. And they're like... Uh, what is she... Not said, I'm not sure what you're trying to do, but it appears to be working. I know, right? Did she just say there's children on the battlefield? Yeah. And then they're like, you hear like, you hear them like talking over the comms. You wouldn't want to Are there children on the battlefield? <laughs> and then Gussie is like distorted, <laughs> distorted voice. Sigh. What children? What children would be here on this abandoned <laughs> island? Within the scenario that we're playing in these war games. <laughs> It's our base, just so we'd know if there were children here. Just to fuck with them, can I use my impersonation kit to make my mech look like a child? That's not how a they... giant child. That's not how the impersonation a giant kit metallic works. child. I think a colossal baby. The impersonation kit is meant to make you look like other mechs. Yes, a child mech. I'm gonna say no, because that's not with the. I feel like that's not really. 
<laughs> it's We're an interesting all idea. All children on this battlefield. I mean, we've all been. We. You may not be physically a child because you're grown up, but we've all started as children and and then we hear an alarm go off <laughs> as the scenario ends <laughs> and we see this holo- this AR projection of a armored hovercraft come up onto the beach i just make a beeline for it to yeah, come up out so of the does, so does uh uh penumbra <laughs> i think these pseudo mechs like stop and lock down for a second and then they like start returning to base i also jump over there <laughs> And I think we see like a couple of like what the we see like a couple of like drones and stuff running through the jungle, like putting out some spot fires and things like that. And then uh, and then like uh, a like hatch a, a hole opens on the beach, sort of near the trees, and uh, and um, coming up out of the sand is Garcia. Uh, an older individual, and they're sort of like walking down the beach. It's like, okay, that was that was wild. Okay, so a bit of a breakdown of how that went badly. You <laughs> didn't stick your landings. You tried a very dangerous maneuver and almost destroyed an extremely expensive prototype mech that the state and the school has very graciously allowed you to use. (sighs) You failed to follow all of the techniques that uh, I've been trying to teach you on how to properly engage an enemy in close combat, which, need I remind you, is the specialty you all chose for yourselves. So if you don't want to listen to the way that that I'm trying to help you fight, that's perfectly fine. But maybe you would be happier at one of the other pilot schools. Perhaps, you know, you could go be airplane pilots and then you don't have to worry about close combat. Wanted fighting close combat, but it just wasn't going for me that time. So I just figured hit them where where it hurts most, their heart. Look, it's in things that you got right. You saw the flaws in the scenario and found ways to exploit that. The AR designation of the flag, that was a great exploit. The, uh, the running into the ocean, uh, rather than staying on the exposed beach, it's a very interesting use of the advantages of your mech. Uh, the, and you all did, you all applied very sound tactical planning. We just need to work on your execution. I just want to say, in addition to your first points, like I know I didn't go sub-optimally, but it was a training, so there's not going to be a better time to test out creative ideas and pushing MX to our limit. Better we have destructive strategy coming from some sane ideas now than when we're actually on the battlefield. Now we know if stuff works or not. I think I see it turns away from you all, and it looks to the three of you like they're turning away in frustration, but we, the viewers, can see that they make a kind of, I'm so proud of these children, uh, face as they turn away. Then they come back to you like, look, I think perhaps we need to explore a little more versatility in your battle training. 
So, what I want you to do tonight is go home and look at uh, look at the school's catalogue of mech gear and modules. And I think you all need to pick out something that you think would have helped you overcome the challenges of this scenario on a bit more equitable terms. Um, and then we'll reconvene in the morning. And I think that that is probably where we'll end uh, our, se our first session, well, our session zero. Um, I think we, is everybody happy with the characters they've made? Mm -hmm. I feel like they know how to play them. Mm -hmm. Cool. Did anyone want to make any changes? <laughs> cool. Uh, and yeah, so we'll pick out a new, pick out a new module before the next time we play, um, each of you. Uh, and then we'll go from there. My regrets of me wording them to confusion. <laughs> Look, I think it was a very interesting. I, it was a very interesting ploy. It's just the execution where I'm like, I have no idea how this would work. What is death, <laughs> really? Why are any of us here on this battle? She just tries to instill an existential horror. Uh huh. In the other pilots. Yeah. Uh -huh. Wow. Cool. Um. Yeah. Alright, well, excellent. It's like, because I don't know why I'm um, I'm going to pose that question team. to everybody else. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, why are you here? <laughs> why things, do you want to be here? Things that... <laughs> you do. Why things, do you do the things I'll you do? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Perfectly fine. Um, anything that... Anything that people felt worked really well that they liked the feeling of? And anything that... Uh, we'll start with that. Anything that anyone felt worked really well and that they liked the feel of and the way it worked in the game? I like that. Perfectly fine if nothing's good. I have a, something of a juxtaposition and I thought the combat flowed very nicely. Okay. Um, but there were also times when I thought potentially the initiative count might be good. Because I guess... Yeah, because it was... Look, a the benefits of the, of the flowing style also... But I don't think it would be as much of a problem here, but if you had people who were more naturally quiet... Um, yeah, it's meant to go um, more or less circular in that... Players around ah, the table, okay. yeah, yeah, then GM, yeah. and then players that around makes the table. Sense. Although most of my stuff is generated in reaction to what you yeah. do. So uh, I do it, I occasionally posit threats and things like that, but it's never like ideal damage. It's mm. like he comes at you and is going to try and punch you in the face with his cannon arm. What yeah. do you do? And it's like, if you go, oh, I, f I, I don't know what I do. It's like, you get punched in the face yeah. then. <laughs> I um, duck. Yeah. <laughs> Look. Um, cool. Anyone, anyone else? Any thoughts? Um, I thought it was fun having the commentary from um, Garcia yes. through the fight. Yeah, the Garcia commentary. I thought, I thought that was fun. We're happy with how Garcia is shaping up as a character? Yep. Yeah. Yes. Cool. Um, I think it's going to be interesting seeing how our team uh, takes shape. Indeed. So, do you have any thoughts on things that you enjoyed about the game so far? I mean, I, I quite liked it overall. Like, um, Perfectly fine if like nothing yeah. stood out. Nothing yet. really has stood out. I mostly agree with what Rowan and Will have said so far. Um, That's right. Um, I'm uh, so far about my character, uh, it's a little bit of a hit and miss character at the moment. 
Good luck, Bella. Either, yeah. either I can do something or I can't. It's just about building confidence at and the stage. Then, and then when I can't, I'll just word them to death. <laughs> yeah, indeed. I mean, yeah, so picking the, those, those, where you chose to put your attributes at the beginning is very much I fun. feel that it might be worth, I don't know if it works this way as well, but it might be worth noting you could potentially use your emotion stuff to benefit us as well. Mm. Um, if that's something that you're more, uh, yeah. you want to galvanize the team. Because, God, I know I could use more pluses at times. Yeah, yeah, it's also possible to, like, read the battlefield and everyone else with emotions. Like, that's a thing that we, and, and with all of the stats, that's the thing we didn't really look at is, like, no one tried to, like, no one attempted to trigger any of those other moves. Yeah. But that's a thing of when you become more yeah. aware of the moves. Yeah. I think emotion is probably a, a, a harder attribute to find something to do with because you naturally want to like I found myself naturally just wanting to attack and f- kind of forgetting I mean if you want you, you uh, you're welcome to change to violence like if you're uh, if you are feeling more attacky then it might be that you're That's an attack dinosaur instead of be. an emotional dinosaur. But if you're happy with tech- but I kind of want to be s- an emotional if dinosaur. If you want to see some examples of emotion, we need to show you double O. Yeah. There's definitely yeah, there is definitely a precedent within that. like the Gundam series of like like the two are fighting but no one's really taking any damage because what they're actually doing is having an argument about like ideology. Yeah. Um, I love Gundam. Yes, Caitlin, our silent observer. <laughs> I just wanted to say from listening over there because I was dying from the heat. Uh, I thought you guys did good voices. Mm, Thanks. Good voices. Very good voices. Wilfred was very evocative. Actually, everybody was very evocative. Tired boy. Um, cool. Anything well, so that I need more interaction with my mech. Yes. I had did. very little. It's it's sort of up to me as well to kind yeah. of prompt that. I didn't know when when I should be like. Whenever you feel like you would, your mech should talk, go for it. Yeah, so I sort of tried it a few times just to see how it would go, and it was pretty fun. Yeah, mm. yeah. I and, I, and I will try and, like, Penumbra's not necessarily a very talky mech, but he will sort of, like, respond to things like, oh, his mech's sure he's like... <laughs> is there anything that stood out so far as something that isn't quite working? For me, I felt like maybe there, we were using push through a lot, mm-hmm. but I'm not sure if that was fine. Um, look, I was, I was pretty fine with that. And yeah. I think, I think depending on the, the environment and the circumstances, there's always going to be certain things that prioritize over <laughs> others. Yeah. Um, so like it might have been pushed through this Randomly time, there's like a tournament, it might be my legs. something like, else that's used quite frequently. So, yeah. yeah. I will, I feel more confident mine? answering that after mm-hmm. like two to three, I reckon. Yeah, that's totally fine. I'm going to ask it each time because yeah. I don't know. it's best to see if it, everything <laughs> needs to be changed. Yeah, All right, cool. Real. Nice. Well, I enjoyed that. Really yeah. If you if you enjoyed listening to this recording, we do have another small campaign of Live Love Die recorded, which is using the version one rules. It is quite mechanically different, um, but you can still see the similarities. Um, uh, that uses the old system where pilots were playing each other's mechs, um, and you can kind of see why we switched this system. Um, the other mode is very it was very cool but it just ended up being that uh, the natural like way people wanted to play was that they often wanted to talk as their Mm. mech rather than ask someone else what the mech was doing Mm. Um, but yeah uh, I'm very happy with that and so yeah you can 
check out the previous version and we'll have lots of goodies coming up and you can find like uh, behind the scenes stuff about this game on our Patreon including scans of the character sheets, looks at my notes and perhaps Rowena's Pinterest board. Yep. Yeah. Once, um, I've, once I've got more on apart from just a single Well, by the time this goes out, board. That board, like that's like two or three weeks from now. So. Oh, I've got plenty of time. Yeah. Um, cool. All right. Well, uh, thank you all for listening and farewell from the past. I'm Ray.